0: And now, coming to you live from Huntsville Attic Studios, it's, it's Pop Culture Philosophers! And here are your hosts, Rockin' Robbie Phillips and John, John Hammertime Holshue!
1: Hey everybody, it's the Pop Culture Philosophers, coming to you live from the Huntsville Attic in beautiful Huntsville, Alabama, a.k.a. the Windy City, a.k.a. the Big Apple. I could be wrong. I'm not good with geography or names of cities. Um, I'm excited about tonight's show. We're going to talk about aliens, maybe aliens in film, maybe alien uh, sightings, maybe talk about alien TV shows. I'm really excited because it's actually a cool topic. We kind of kicked around the idea and kind of exploring it more. I think it's gonna be a fun episode. Of course, I'm John Hammertime Holshue. I talk about aliens. It's my best buddy
2: who actually is from Uranus. Rock and Robbie Billups. Oh, this is Rock and Robbie Billups. And John, you know I'm not from Uranus. I'm from. First of all, it's pronounced Uranus. Okay, and let's just get that out of the way. Second of all, I'm from. If I was from an uh, a planet, I would be from Quizzalacaphobia. That's right. Is that a what? What? What is that? It's a. It's a planet I created in seventh grade. Oh, I was and like, it, is
1: that a reference to a sh- movie or show? I don't know.
2: It was part of a. Uh, it was part of an English project, I believe, writing a story. I, I had to come up with my first name for a planet ever. It was Quizzalacophobia, so I'm sure a portion of that's going to be... Anyway, anyway, what's going on? I'm excited to talk about aliens, John. How about you? I'm excited, man. Um,
1: it, more so than I have been on some episodes.
2: But you hate everything else? No, You're no. You're like, 60s oh, sci-fi some, yeah. sucks.
1: Well, I was excited about it until I started looking into it. I'm like, oh, man, some of these movies suck. <laughs> but that's if you just fun. aliens, just overall, movies, shows... Uh, just the concept. I think it's a fun concept, and I'm excited for the episode, man. It was something that was fun to do the notes and research and revisit some of these movies that I kind of maybe maybe rearranged my top five after revisiting some movies. Oh, yeah. You know, that happens. Everybody has that rose-colored glasses over some of their memories of some of these films.
2: Yeah, yeah. or, or the, the, the green or gray-shaded glasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I'm really excited about this show because we're going to be talking about... Aliens, meaning like the obsession with aliens, the idea of UFOs and the sightings and all that stuff. We'll be going through that whole history, the history of aliens and pop culture. We'll be talking about our favorite movies. We're going to give an entire segment, an entire block, I should say, of this show over to the Aliens franchise. And I've had so much fun over the last couple of weeks revisiting all of these Aliens movies. Now, I did not still to date have not seen the AVP movies. Why not? You're not but missing out. I don't out. think it's
3: necessary. You're not missing yeah, out. It's, it's I, not that big a deal. You're fine. I, 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 look, I looked at the
2: timeline so and like, when does everything take place? Because when I was rewatching Prometheus and watching Covenant for the first time, I wanted to know how it all took place. Like, what order? Like, how many years apart, right? And they were like, well, the the AVP movies take place here, but they don't really count. No. And Re- it doesn't and really ask fit. Ask Ridley
1: Scott. really Scott will be like, no, those movies don't <laughs> fucking count.
2: Well, like he has any say in Aliens or Alien Three or Resurrection?
1: Right? Well, anyway, yeah, that's true.
2: But we're even going beyond that, and our top five is going to be about our top five favorite movies about aliens. John, I'm so excited. Where did this like fascination for? Well, well, let's introduce the people. Yeah, there
1: are other people here besides myself and you and yeah. Timothy Dalton, who's also here, but he's being very quiet. We the- got other- thank you, Niles Calder. Yeah,
2: we got other PCP knots here with us. Of course, Drew Matson. What's
1: up? What's up? How you doing? Love aliens. Oh yeah, you do. People can't see it, but he's actually dressed <laughs> as one of the aliens from Mars Attacks. Yes, he is. Right now. Brack, very brack, detailed. Brack, yeah. brack, he has no pants, but
3: okay.
2: Also with us, we have uh, Jeremy Day.
3: Hey, it's Jeremy here. I'm happy to be on the show tonight, about to talk about some aliens. Uh, it's something I've always been fascinated with as a kid, all the way as an, into an adulthood here. Um, I love alien films. I like the concept of just talking about aliens and just extraterrestrial life in general. You know, I don't think we're alone here in the universe. Uh... So it's good to talk about that.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a fascinating subject with fascinating people and uh, just a fascinating show, John.
1: Fascinating. And just for the record, Jeremy is not an adult. He said adulthood. But he people can't tell he's actually 12 years old. Yeah, just he's have a deep voice. A, he's sitting in a high chair. He's got a very deep voice <laughs> for a 12-year-old child. <laughs> so we're talking about aliens. And this whole f- phenomenon with aliens and aliens and fiction, it really started with two incidents. Uh number 1 1947 we've got the US army crashed in a a, a a weather balloon near Roswell New Mexico now they tried to cover it up people thought it was a UFO they're trying to cover up we find out years later for the military that it was a it was a balloon for surveillance but it was because of they're doing a balloon for testing and surveillance of nuclear for nukes so that's why they tried to cover it up and they they half-ass covered it up, and of course, when you when you hide stuff, if you're the government, hide stuff, people will come up with their own goddamn theories.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, or so they say.
1: Yeah, or so they say. Um, the other incident, um, and this was a kind of a big one, was the uh, the pilot Kenneth Arnold in the in '47, also in '47. He said he saw a, gl- a gleaming aircraft. He later described as saucer-like, and that kind of stirred the the imagination of 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 writers and and filmmakers and stuff like this, just saucer-like.
2: No, apparently he said that they were, I read that he, they said that he said they were crescent shapes and that the media somehow wound up reporting that as flying saucers. That could have been.
1: I thought, maybe he saw it. Because cro- crescent shapes, that's yeah. that's
2: something completely different. That's maybe. that's alien. That's croissants. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> That's, that's, <laughs> that's croissant <engineers>. croissants <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, that's where Burger King get their technology. Delicious. Because he had no
3: he
1: had no photos. You know what I'm saying? And he said he he's gone on record and said he wish he had a movie camera. So that part's true that he had some way of recording this event. Um, but that that I mean whole, that was
2: read like why didn't he just go to Best Buy in 1947
1: and, and anyway. Yeah, well, and then and then so so what he said or perceived or people interpreted from that kind of that kind of gave our perception of in pop culture of what a UFO a saucer should look like and and alien ships and stuff. And Carl Sagan said that a lot of people's depictions, even the ones they think they see are based on ones in fiction. Cause that's like in their brain, that's what it's supposed to look like. And so they, they'll have dreams or whatever. And they, this is what they saw in a movie or a book or a comic book or drawn in the bathroom wall at Arby's. And so this is what they associate <laughs> those weird the, those what, are the type of messages
0: you see at bathroom walls in Arby's. Yes,
1: you not see. There's some great fiction on the bathroom wall in Arby's. <laughs> so that that kind of spurred this whole thing. And and as far as the the basic concept of UFOs and aliens, of course, there's other pieces of uh, pop culture, but those are the the two biggest influences, at least in the U.S. Um, that and the actual fact that aliens have come down and kidnapped people in prom. <laughs> those two things.
2: When did it start like appearing in? In a, like fiction,
1: Um I would say after after the forties. I mean, after forty seven, you start seeing that early fifties.
2: What about stuff like War of the Worlds? Though I that was written ex- in the eighteen hundreds.
1: I can't explain. Uh, okay, I get what you're saying, but like like it's not written. How old is that? It's not eighteen hundreds. Yeah, that's H.G. That?
2: Wells, man. I know for eighteen hundreds. Yeah, the first Orson Wells did the the radio broadcast. What in the thirties?
3: Yeah, that was. Yeah, thirties. Yeah, yeah, but so. when was H.
1: G. Wells' book published? I thought it was early nineteen hundreds. No, it's
2: like eighteen, probably. If I had to guess, like 1898, 1897, something like that. Yeah, I have no idea. It's definitely before the 1900s. It's Victorian age yeah. for sure. Yeah.
1: But does the film based on the book, is that per- is that imagery based on our perception of what they should look like from this? Well, in or does H- he describe it? Well,
2: in H. G. Wells, he describes them as the uh, like the tripods, right? And that's what's in the movie. Yeah, the big tripod things.
0: 1897 is the publication. Oh Same
2: year as Dracula. Oh. Same year as Dracula. Wow! Talk
0: about I, I was way very more, close. Way
2: more that advanced, was really close.
1: Like
3: I did not know that. I know my I knew,
2: Victorian. You know. I knew it was like 1800s, 1800s <laughs> but that's
3: that's pretty late 1800s. I mean, it's yeah, slightly it's right before there. 1900s. Yeah, well, maybe the Kenneth
2: Arnold read this goddamn book. <laughs> <laughs> well at that point that was just speculation on what we thought existed on Mars not that we thought we were had been visited by them before or anything like that when did the idea about like the alien invasion start that that did start in the in the 40s after they did these, start in it? the 40s because of like their ships here not the v- invasion aspect but like the fact that they've been here before the abductions the, the 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 sightings and stuff like that
3: yeah I guess okay all right. I didn't do that much research I mean Fine. Co- you know it <laughs> kind of coincides with like when we started making major breakthroughs in aviation, so that makes sense. Well, the
2: first confirmed sightings of UFOs were, like John said, 1947. It's Roswell. It's this dude, Kenneth Arnold. I think the Arnold thing is right before Roswell. Yeah. And then, of course, the Same year. Yeah, the Roswell Area 51 sightings continued on through the 50s all throughout the 50s, right? And they've said that, yeah, because Area 51 was used for Project Mogul, which you said, it's like a like atomic espionage type type stuff, right? Um, then it it turned into Project Sign, Project Grudge, and then Blue Book. And Blue Book ran from 1952 to 1969, where the U.S. government actually um, investigated this. And they found, like, what, 6% of all of these sightings could not be explained or yeah, something the rest, like that? Yeah, the
1: rest, the majority could be attributed to stuff that they knew was them. So that smaller percentage couldn't be explained unless it was just people making shit, you know what I'm saying? Making shit up. I know for a while there, too, that in the 60s, maybe it was late 50s, some of the sightings were actually, is that one of those projects was the Blackbird. I mean, when they were testing the Blackbird.
2: Yes. Yeah, so during that, was, that time. Yeah. yeah,
1: so they were testing Blackbird. I mean, that's still a magnificent aircraft. I have always there? thought
2: mm-hmm. that the uh, Area 51 Roswell stuff was probably just military testing of experimental aircraft. Yeah.
1: And when you don't think that's tell people... Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. And If you Again, if you hide things from people, people are going to come up with their own concepts, and some might be real. Some might be like, I bet the government's testing X yeah. and Y, and some might be a little preposterous, like little green men who came out of a mushroom-shaped
2: mm-hmm. aircraft. Well, I'll tell you this. It's, it's healthy to distrust the government, and that's one thing that I love about the alien phenomena, right, is that it, it does lead to, like... And it does ultimately lead to things like conspiracy theories, which I don't think... I think, first of all, insult intelligence and lead people further away from the truth. Right? Generally, yeah. Um, I, I even think that if there is a they, and I believe in a they, um, that they um, love conspiracy theories. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but, like, so, what? W- now, was War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells the first idea in fiction of an alien invasion on earth or something like that like that's crazy because first of all we're going to be talking about alien movies that's a big deal about it is alien invasions and that's something that really happened john in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and then and then it kind of went further into us exploring in a more positive light towards aliens until ridley scott and john carpenter effed all that up and then like made us scared of aliens again um um so like but it may be that but then it, it does switch from like the invasion epic into, like, contact and stuff like that. Right, John?
1: Yes. It it, de- it definitely goes from the being um, military, you know, attack by a foreign power, which, I mean, if you think about the 40s and after uh, Japan attacking us, the idea of another world attacking us doesn't seem... Too preposterous, or at least they, they could use those fears to sell movies and books.
2: Alright, so this is this is leading us right perfectly into the next stuff. First of all, do you remember the uh the Battle of Los Angeles? And I'm not talking about the Raging Against the Machine album. Oh,
1: great album. Do you know
2: what I'm talking about? So like in a, it's it's in nineteen forty something. It's it's during World War it's right. Uh Pearl Harbor is what, forty seven? No. Forty one. Forty one. Yeah. Maybe okay, my bad. Just like yeah, I was four? way up I'm thinking December, about Roswell. December
1: 11th, December 3rd, 1941 Seventh. Seven. December 7th, yeah,
2: right. I right. know it was December. I can't remember. The 11th was another thing. Um, but anyway, I remember. So there's this thing. It's called the Battle of Los Angeles, and and basically what happens is like one night in Los Angeles in the 40s, and this is right after Pearl Harbor happened or something like that. Um, there's this like thing that appears on radars or something like that, and all these military people just start firing into the sky. And they just start, like, blasting off. And people get woken up. There's alarms going off. The people are thinking that, like, Japan is invading the United States, right? And it turns out that they're like, oh, it was nothing. It was a weather balloon. And why is it always a weather balloon, right? Um, but did you, did you ever hear about that?
1: No, I never heard about that. But
2: then that. I just read today, Mike, the voice Matthews, pointed this out to me. There was this this program in Japan where they were they had these – First of all, they had these balloons, and they figured Goddamn out damn balloons—they figured out that they could sail them all the way to America through the jet sc- stream. And this is like one of the first times we we learned about, like the Pacific winter jet stream or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. This is one of the things where we actually learned about this for the first time. So what Mike told me, okay? But anyway, I did look at the Wikipedia page and a few others, and like they were sending these balloons that would make it all the way to the U.S. that would drop bombs, and like a family died. They hit in Oregon, for instance, is where the family died, or something like that. Um, and so they kind of like it could be connected, whatever, right? But there's some crazy stuff in our recent history as a nation about aliens and alien attacks or alien invasions. So the first question I want to ask John. Do you, personally, John, believe in aliens?
1: I, not like, not like what f- fiction has showed us or movies like Little Green Man or Probing, no.
2: Screw fiction, yeah, but- The
1: idea that there's not something out there, there's, it's such a, you know, there's galaxies and galaxies in like this infinite space. So the idea that there's not something out there, some sort of life form, even if it's a bacteria, even if it's a, if it's a space spider- yeah, the idea that there's nothing else out there alive or
2: a, a microbe or a yeah. bacteria.
1: Yeah, basically. that idea is an ignorant idea. I think there ha- there's 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 nothing to say uh if the cuz obviously the circumstances oh, yeah. had to be right to to make life on the, in in on earth. And just, you know, the t- you know, this and that and this and that to think that there's not another planet out there somewhere. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. a little arrogant to yeah. think that, right? I, I think it's possible. They might not be do you think advanced as us? They could be more advanced. Do
2: you us. think the aliens have visited earth?
1: I think if... No, I, have, I don't think they have.
2: Okay, so then that answers... And I'm my, grateful they
1: haven't you, because I think they'd be sadly disappointed. Yeah, that,
2: well, that answers my next question. You've never had an experience. I've never been... Yeah, no. Do you know anybody that's had one?
1: No. Really? I, I, I think if I've ever met anybody that said they had one, I'd probably <laughs> since have disassociated with those oh, people. Oh, wow. I' okay. like, oh, these guys... These guys are out there,
2: man. Okay, I can dig that. What about you, Jeremy? Have you, do you believe in aliens? First of all,
3: oh man, now I feel embarrassed because first of all, I have had an experience. Uh, second, yeah, uh, I definitely believe in aliens because I think statistically, they have a higher chance of existing than so you, not existing.
2: Yeah, absolutely, right. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's that's Carl Sagan, for instance. Yeah. You know, talking about stuff like that. And and we're like a near infinite, you know, universe that we're seeing. Right. We're just now finally for the first time, even like this, Sagan never got to see this, but we see. Uh, Earth like planets orbiting around other stars. We can like detect that stuff now. Yeah, we right? found
3: a few now. Yes. And,
2: you know, it's crazy. It's really fun. So you said that you had an experience.
3: I mean, I haven't been abducted by aliens or anything like that, but. Uh, well, thankfully. Yeah, that's. Because that would be terrible. Nothing that deep, but uh, when I was younger, it was shortly after I moved down here from St. Louis, uh, we were going back to visit some friends and family. So uh, as I was waiting on my mom to come outside to like just leave because I'd got done talking with them. Uh, I look up in the sky, and I was just watching the stars, just chilling out, and I see one star, and it just starts moving, like straight up moving across the sky, just like it was a regular star, and then it wasn't anymore, and it's like, it moved for about, I don't know, 30 seconds or so, and then just disappeared. How high were you at the time? What? <laughs> I was like You're 13. And? Like, how like, high like, were you at Oh the my God. <laughs> I did not have that hard of a life growing up. Are you ruling
1: um, out the possibility that could have been... Some sort of military craft that was being tested. I mean, I'm not saying it
3: couldn't be something else. I'm just saying that I had something. unidentified. It was a, It was object. a UFO okay. in the most literal sense. Okay. I'll
2: tell you this, Jeremy. I I completely understand what you're saying because I had a similar experience. See, I was like probably in fifth or sixth grade, probably like fifth grade. I hope you guys saw the same thing. Oh my, I was creepy. In fifth, I was in fifth grade. I was on the trampoline with my homie at at a neighbor's house who had no kids, but they had a trampoline. How creepy. Right, But we're out in the backyard on this trampoline and, and I look up and I see this like, it could almost be an airplane, but it did not look like an airplane. It looked too solid for that, right? And it was going across the sky and I looked down at my friend and I was like, do you see that? And he goes, I see it. And we looked up and it was gone.
3: It's like it notices you. that Because that's what it was like for me, like almost like. It's like I see you looking at me or something. Yeah. And it's like I'm no, dipping.
2: I'm not saying that was an alien craft. Yeah. It could have been a, it could have been.
1: Yeah, but it was unidentified, like you don't know. Yeah. And it could have been. And I was young. Who the hell knows?
2: Young, yeah. impressionable, excited. You know, you're like you know, if what, you're like a eleven year old kid. Of course you're gonna want to like read and and I've always been fascinated with alien abduction stories and alien encounters and stuff like that. So Sometimes people, I've had an experience damn near similar to you. Yeah. That's weird.
1: I people mean, do sometimes see things they
2: want to see, you know what I'm saying? Or believe they what they want to be, not that they saw it. But, John, the question is, why do so many people see the same thing? Like, do you know other people that have seen shit like this before? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Do you know anybody that's ever claimed to have an abduction experience?
3: I don't know if I've met any abductees. I know, I think there's like, what, a, the Huntsville UFO group, and probably, I'm sure some of those people would claim to have I've never abducted. met
2: anybody personally that's had that experience. Yeah. Of course, I've read people that have that experience, but it gets, it gets interpreted to be a little bit more metaphysical
3: yeah it's usually like it's kind of like you see something but you can't see it it's, it's like yeah. a mind thing more or, than a physical or, or
2: thing. it's more extra dimensional yeah than extraterrestrial
3: exactly you know something like
2: that what about you drew do you believe in aliens have you had any experience to the same ex-
0: to the same extent that uh john said like it's like duh we can't have been like the only people to crawl out of the primordial soup <laughs> and oh yeah, no now doubt. the nature of their involvement is where i raised the question mark and and the conspiracy theories conspiracy theories that come out of that like ancient aliens cannot fucking stand anything like that oh like, my god like because the thing is that they are y- trying to use aliens to erase the fact that the human being can be incredible and has been incredible through thousands of years okay and like the 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 aliens built the pyramids thing Fucking despise it because it's generally just a racist sentiment that they don't believe Africans can build complex things.
1: I'm pretty sure the engineers built those. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: they wrote <laughs> now, down
2: how. Now I'm all down for the idea that there is a possibility that we may have had some kind of extraterrestrial or extra dimensional contact with beings that are not of our plane. What right? Whatever. Sure. That 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 somehow formulated our mythology, our creation myths. Um, all that kind of stuff—stuff stuff that Ridley Scott is exploring in Prometheus and mm-hmm. Covenant, right? Yeah. And and I get that. I get part of the ancient alien theory, but I'm right there with you. The idea that there's no way man could have done this—are you fucking yeah. kidding me? It kind of demeans
0: we, our accomplishments. We have done so much.
2: <laughs> it's like that. It's like that famous meme that goes around, it's like, "Oh, well, white people couldn't do it, so." You yeah, yeah. That,
0: that's the thing. It's like people didn't believe that uh, that the Egyptians could build pyramids, so they're like, "Oh no, aliens!" And like, clearly, tr- trigonometry, slave <laughs> da, da, da. labor will do a lot. They, <laughs> they didn't use slaves. That's another yeah, thing. It wasn't it, no, was tra- it wasn't. it was trained. Yeah, no, it was laborers. Like well. they were paid well because they didn't want slaves to be building their most holy thing. That's like, like a common misconception. to it. looks like well, well, a lot I'm, of work. Uh,
2: if Charlton Heston was alive, God rest his soul, he would argue. That. <laughs> I'm sure. Anyway. <laughs> So the very first uh reported abduction that kind of got like a big became a big deal was in 1961 it was Betty and Barney Hill an interracial couple that in uh that they they were um where New Hampshire I believe it was I didn't write it down but That's I'm pretty not sure where it was I was thinking
1: of automatically I thought it was going to be deep south for some reason. They
2: had the first like typical abduction experience that we hear today, right? And they were very serious about this and apparently um Betty's um, notes and and journals and all that stuff are part of the like a college there that she was part of. but really one of the first ones that didn't get quite so famous but in 1896 in the Stockton California Daily Mail, Colonel H.G. Shaw reported that three foot tall slender humanoids covered in a fine uh, layer of hair tried to abduct him and one of his friends. And this is the first instance of what would eventually become what we know as the gray aliens.
3: He was so drunk. That man was drunk. <laughs> I'm just that saying. That's <laughs> a encounter.
2: I'm just saying that's pretty fun. Now, me personally, I of course, just like you guys, aliens exist. It's it's a mathematical prob like it's it's too much of a probability, right?
3: Yeah. It's creepier if they wouldn't. Have they Yeah, that's scarier. Have
2: extraterrestrials visited us? I like the idea that maybe they have, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. And I don't know I think a lot of alien abduction experiences can be Okay, so in, in like ceremonial magic or anything like that, there's this this, this thing where it's like contacting the holy guardian angel yeah. and it's your highest self. And it's like beyond your ego, it's beyond all that, and it's like who you truly are, your highest self. you know, right, in New Age terms or whatever, right? And and people have reported meeting this being, right? Their highest self. And the, the exact same description that, say, Philip K. Dick or Robert Anton Wilson or Grant Morrison give you about that experience or Aleister Crowley, the exact same description is the same as an alien abduction. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe some people are just doing some crazy, like, tripping on their own and they don't realize it.
0: what I was, was going to say,
2: hallucinogenic, there's maybe.
3: A, there's a common thing that people report seeing you know, DMT, they call them machine elves. Yes. So and it's a common thing that people see on DMT, so
2: And it's it's I, the same experience.
3: Yeah, I think I kinda I kinda think a lot of that comes to like mass hallucination though. People have heard other or people have hurt other people talking about these things, so it influences what they say going into, it, mm-hmm. of course. Well maybe. I mean I'm not gonna knock people's but spiritual why do experience, I, but, but, but like
2: why is there why do why is like that DMT peyote experience, that shamanistic experience the same as an alien abduction, the same as contacting your holy guardian angel? Why is it all the same? Why is so many humanity like so many humans throughout a long time, as far back as we can think about, you know, like ancient aliens. Now I'm not saying that aliens showed up and 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 influenced our mythologies, but maybe someone, somebody was tripping on something, ate something that was grown on the side of a rock and then they saw some they wrote it down and people were like that's crazy like yeah. eat, eat this shit on this rock and see what happens to you they're like i saw the same thing like maybe it's just something a little bit more spiritual a little bit more like inside of yourself Learning i don't know to connect. yeah i don't know something like that i don't know and i think that's one of the reasons why we explore aliens so much in pop culture in pop culture especially um these ideas um these movies and this television i think uh
1: yeah I'm I'm a shoot first, ask questions later kind of guy. Like, they were gentle. Like, oh, I shot. shot Welcome to Earth. (laughs) Welcome to (laughs) Earth. So, uh, yeah, so aliens have been a a big part of television because it it works so well. You know what I'm saying? There's all these different... There's also different ways you can tell an alien story. One comes to visit. One's hilarious. One's a family-friendly friend. One's an invasion. You know what I'm saying? It gives you... kind of opens the doors to all these different stories. So aliens works really excellent on, on TV. And there's been stuff from X-Files, obviously Star Trek, the Orville, which is Star Trek-inspired. Oh, I'm sorry. Star Trek's inspired by the Orville. <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> i just See if you guys are paying attention. Uh, v, Alienation, Elf, uh, Mork, and Mindy. So I'm just going to ask some of, y- some of your favorites or ones that stand out in your mind that you enjoy that are alien television shows. But let's start with Drew. On the small screen, what are some alien shows that you've enjoyed or ones that stand out? I, I know you're an X-Files fan, right? uh decently
0: but that's i figured others would cover the x-files so i was thinking about like one of the more recent ones that i've seen is the expanse oh yeah that's a newer one i've seen the
1: trailers
2: i've not watched it i hear really good things about that
0: it's an outstanding show next season coming soon on amazon and then like even even just from live action but because of the nature of aliens out of this world isn't like you can see even more in animation like i mean just think transformers they're, they're oh, aliens. Yeah. Nobody nobody th- nobody thinks about it. They're aliens, and then like Futurama.
1: Oh yeah, Futurama <laughs> for sure. I love Futurama.
0: Yeah, and then like uh, Dragon Ball Z has lasted for so long. It's about aliens. <laughs> is, <laughs> that, is
2: Thundercats aliens? Yeah. Is that another yeah. planet? From yeah. yeah. What about cool. Silver Silverhawks? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. About that. I don't know about that one. Uh, Monstar is definitely an alien though. Yeah. In his posse. Hmm. you just like added a whole new element.
0: I know. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like when you look into, like, aliens and culture and, and, and everything, it's like there's everywhere. You know,
2: one of the reasons why I think we see it everywhere is because there's, like, this writer idea that if you want to have your hero just slaughter the villains... They got to be Nazis, robots, or aliens. They
1: got to be different from you in some <laughs> way. Yeah.
3: they different. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> with, with,
1: with aliens, you can make them not bleed, but oh, it's green goo. And then you can get away with all kinds of shit on TV yeah. and video exactly. games and stuff. Yeah. It's if not it R rated. You guys. can kill it. Yeah, it's not R rated. What about you, uh, Jeremy? You
3: Alien know, shows that stand out in your mind? I don't know why, but I can't get it. I know there's more, but right now I'm just stuck on Alf. I don't Alf know is, why. Elf is fantastic. I, I, I can't get away from Alf. That is a
1: show that actually deal with like real like real problems sometimes within the family. It got a little, little dramatic. So happens that a goddamn alien lives with them who likes to eat cats. Cuz it's a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. It hits those same like dramatic notes that a lot of sitcoms hit but uh, but then there's like Alf there eating cats. He's like, "What's yeah. up? I'm <laughs> hungry. Cats look delicious." I and mean, of course there's all the animated features that Drew went over mostly. But yeah, uh, Transformers definitely uh, Trying to think of so, was of Elf things. Chinese? Is that what that... No, I mean, he's an alien life form. <laughs> what? Hold on. All right. I don't... No. <laughs> move on. <laughs> <Hold> on. Let's <laughs> not address that. <laughs> oh, no, my. Keep... No, move on. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, yeah Transformers. Any other animated shows?
3: Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah. Oh, Biker Mice from Mars exo squad do you remember that I, mean, I, do. I do remember exo yeah. squad outlaw star Gurren Lecon, oh yeah. cowboy bebop that's an a amazing
2: lot. toy line exo squad was by dude me.
3: that's what it was built for making toys they were yes. trying to just sell product they it didn't was care like, about oh that.
2: everybody loved that bit in aliens where ripley put on that that suit making a whole <laughs> toy line baby <laughs>
3: yeah
1: well that also in that line i guess macross rope you know robotech yeah because that's alien hardware too that they that they find mm-hmm. uh, robbie alien shows that stand out, your favorites?
2: Um, You mentioned them all. <laughs> Number one, I love X-Files. And not every episode of X-Files is about aliens or UFOs or anything like that, but the yeah. entire direction of the series is yeah, about Yeah, and there's
1: that. a lot of alien episodes, but you're right. It kind of centers yeah, around I love it.
2: And, of course, Star Trek, I think, is more about human exploration. But they outside do, of, yeah. But, but they do, and I love Star Trek, of course. Of course, DS9 and TNG being my favorites. Oh, some um, of which are,
1: which one's Uh, the, the guy, the the weird look? I mean- What's the one on the spaceship? Is that Deep Space Nine where the...
2: On the space station.
1: Yeah, that's a space station, yeah. right? Who's and the Odo is the... Yeah, yeah, chief. and what's the other guy? The guy that runs, like, Cork bar. is he a bar? He's a Ferengi. Yeah. Okay.
2: Quark's bar. Yeah. Yeah. Star Trek's great stuff. Okay. Oh. That <laughs> okay. makes
3: me think Babylon 5. Was that, oh, yeah. Was I, that yeah. J. Michael Straczynski there? Yes, it was. JMS. Yeah, JMS man.
2: himself. And nope. it actually ended. Yeah, <laughs> right? Oh, that's... Um, I also like ALF. I really, really do. I do like Half of Ancient Aliens, the TV show. Like, when they start, like, insulting humanity's past, yeah. it bothers me. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I, I think the first season of that is pretty fun. Um, but I really like V.
3: <laughs> like, V, is v was awesome. something that
2: terrified me when I was a kid. Yeah. Robert England. I was like, finally, Robert England, and he's a good guy. Nah. Nah. He's just a dirt bastard alien, you know? I don't know. V really, I, I like V a lot. What about you, John?
1: Um, I was going to mention some odd ones, which is uh, Third Rock from the Sun, which they're aliens. Remember, they're aliens.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that works.
1: And uh, my favorite alien on TV from American Dad. Oh, God. Roger? Yes. <laughs> he's, such a, he's such a selfish dick, but he's so funny. And some of the most absurd and hilarious parts come from the roger episodes and uh man especially the roger and uh klaus when they team up yeah oh my god that shit is hilarious so i love roger so those are probably the ones uh other than that um i think we named them all oh stargate
2: yeah Because isn't the actual
1: the the that kind of pokes that's ancient aliens yeah where they're hey they came down and they created the pyramids and they blah, blah 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 and they yeah so i thought that was pretty cool but
2: we all know it was apocalypse yeah, no, yeah, that's
1: plus. right. <laughs> wow. <Insabeneur. laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, Yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Not episode. <laughs> oh, really? <we're done? laughs> oh, for this, okay. for this, uh, for this uh, segment, we're going to take a little break. I got another beer. When we come back, we're actually talking about uh, histories of the alien franchise, as well as uh, just discussion of the aliens' movies <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, Sir, and Sir Ridley Scott. So it's pretty much a focus on Ridley and company. We'll be right back in Pop Culture Philosophers. <laughs> Welcome back to Pop Culture Philosophers. We're talking about aliens, alien movies, alien shows, etc. And there's probably not a more famous alien film franchise than of course, you know what I'm talking about the Legally Blonde movies. <laughs> no, talk about alien films uh, by Ridley Scott, the the Xenomorph, that whole franchise has given us spin-offs, it's given us uh, prequels. It's kind of spawned its own its own uh, part of pop culture. There's references, there's comics, there's figures. I mean, it's a huge uh, novels. Yeah,
2: novels. There's um, an expanded universe, if you will. Yeah. It's it's really in its in itself,
1: it's a cool concept and it kinda like took its life, you know, took a life of its own. It's a great property, and of course, uh part of that's because twentieth century Fox loves that money. Right but now how, Disney. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Shit, I forgot. Yeah. Let's just hope Disney does I that hope, third
2: Scott Prometheus trilogy movie. I hope
1: the Alien Queen becomes a Disney princess. I heard that's they're talking hope. about
2: reboots. Technically.
1: She is. <laughs> so well, we'll talk about a little bit of the Alien franchise, just a little bit. So it was uh, the first movie's by Sir Ridley Scott, uh, based on designs by H.R. Geiger. It was great. Uh, I just love his, his style. Although everything I've seen since then, I was like, it kind of looks like Alien.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, the, the the artwork that they first saw, that they were like, like Dan O'Banion first saw that, he was like, that's who I want to do this. And it's, it's based on his artwork, which is very phallic. Kinda of sexual. Yeah, and very organic. And very organic. Yeah. Um so
1: so the uh, the writer, Dan O'Banion, who who after completion of Dark Star, he wrote this uh, this film and uh, the script actually was called Gremlins and it was about these Gremlins uh, making havoc on this World War II bomber. Well he's like, Oh shit, you know, we don't call call them gremlins, we keep calling them aliens in the film, so we should just change the film to Alien. And then they when they pitched the idea. I guess Fox was like this is a great idea but you know what we just had this movie come out it was huge called Star Wars. so let's make it in space and so it really changed a lot and they never used the name Gremlins for any movies and it's a great <laughs> it's a great movie title they should use it for something <laughs> anyway They really should yeah Someone so I should call
2: up Joe Dante
1: So it evolved into this uh, uh, this this obviously in space still concept of this monster running amok or monsters and uh, they had this great cast. It was all male cast, but when they wrote the script, the, the, cha- the, the role itself was very, like it wasn't like this has to be a male or female. It was written for a, the, the characters themselves were men. Ripley was a man, but it wasn't, a, there was nothing in the role like, and she whips out of her penis or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't something like this has to be a dude. Yeah. So during the casting, um, they, I actually picked Veronica Cartwright, and then Ridley Scott opted for Scoring Weaver, who, who is, I don't care what she's fucking in, She's she's Ripley because she's a badass. And she's
2: the face of the aliens franchise.
1: Yeah, and she, yeah, exactly. And uh, it was very successful. Uh, Fox didn't even consider it a sequel. You know, when they initially set it up, but they really loved James Cameron's work on a little film called The Terminator. <laughs> so, and he wanted to do a alien sequel, and then hence the the aliens movie. The sequel was born, and then later on we got David Fincher who did Alien Three. That's his first film? Yeah, and uh, a great director. Maybe not a great film, an okay film. We'll put it like that. Mm. Okay,
2: (laughs) we'll 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 talk about that. We'll talk about that
1: in a minute. But a bunch of great directors, and then of course we've you know there was subsequent films was the uh, was uh, uh, resurrection, and then Ridley Scott came. We won't talk about Aliens vs Predator because they did do spinoffs, but Ridley Scott did come back. People had begged him for years. Hey, you know you gave us this original film. Why don't you come back? He finally came back with Prometheus. uh, Gave us the prequel and explain more about the engineers. A lot of people were disappointed. I think Prometheus was a great film. A lot of people were disappointed that it wasn't the alien film they wanted. You know, like, this isn't the alien film we expected. So Ridley Scott, fan service, came back and did Alien Covenant, which is kind of fills in the gaps more between Prometheus and the first alien film. Um, I, I don't think it's his best film, but it was definitely fan service, and I'll admit the alien scenes in the movie are badass, especially when they're on that ship and they're flying away and the alien's, like, jumping around on this, oh, awesome scene. Um, so that's basically the basic Alien franchise, and it's really, it. we owe a lot to H.R. Geiger as far as the basic concept design, and then the execution by Sir Ridley Scott. And if you're listening to this show and you've missed our Ridley Scott episode, you should go back and check it out, because I think it's a really, Absolutely. it actually really is a good episode. I hate to toot my own horn, but it's a great episode, and Ridley Scott is a great director. It really is a great episode. Yeah. And he's a damn fine director. And we'll be doing more director-based episodes sooner than later.
2: Yeah, everybody keeps pulling my arm about another Wes Anderson podcast.
1: We should do a Wes Anderson podcast. Maybe when his next film. Maybe not the time to do it. but uh, So I'm wondering what you guys think of the Alien franchise. And is that one of your... Also wondering, since that film was from the 70s, is that one of your first uh, introductions to aliens in film? Start with Drew this time, even though I started with Drew last time.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, fine. I mean, I obviously love the franchises. Obviously, like the pro, like the premier Aliens franchise, just from the name, and even just it's like we need to come up with something to call the actual creatures themselves. So we came up with xenomorphs, which is a cool name too. Exactly, and the uh, it was not my first Alien movie, just because it came out before I was born, and that's and that's why and it's like I, I definitely saw like more kid friendly going up, and then it, and then like eventually they decided I was. Old enough to see the scary movie Alien, and then went on and saw the other, which ones. is a horror film. The <laughs> yeah. first
1: one isn't; yeah, it's science fiction, but it's a horror film that's set in a science fiction you know backdrop. Yeah, where versus Aliens, which is an action film. But yeah, the first one's definitely a horror film, and it's definitely slower paced than Aliens. But it is it is a phenomenal film? Yeah, Ridley really, Not- Scott never disappoints. Well, unless you saw <laughs> unless you saw Covenant. <laughs> what
2: are your favorite moments, Drew?
1: The,
0: well, obviously, the one, the iconic scene is just the original chest bursting. Oh yes, <laughs> the uh, yes, the the one even parodied later in Spaceballs. Yes, it's so <laughs> that's, great. I, hello, I, my baby. I, hello, my darling. Hello, my right <laughs> time. Yeah. Like, yes, a, like yeah. every time, like especially because, like, I think about it, like it's one of the most or, like original horrifying moments, and then like I immediately like hello, my lady, <laughs> in the back. It's of my parodied head.
1: so much, but that's probably the best. Parody is the is the Spaceballs parody.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the uh, whenever like the the moments of dread in the original spaceship, and then it's like oh, it's just the cat, just, ro- that just goddamn just, cat, <laughs> just rolling oh, by, man. scaring the shit out of her, <laughs> and, and then and then the mech suit uh, later, and Aaron uh, and uh, that was. Aliens. Was yeah, the, it was it the next suit, yeah. the, the loader suit or whatever. The, lo- the loader yeah. suit. Queen alien. Yeah. That's the nice
2: it. stop motion animation.
0: <laughs> and, that, and then from Resurrection, the wheelchair gun. The goddamn wheelchair gun. It's the only thing I remember from that movie.
2: In Resurrection, yeah. 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 It's probably uh, the best part. Yep,
0: definitely. <laughs> Handicapped my ass. I don't
2: know. I really do like that re- weird human-alien hybrid thing at the end. I think it's kind of <laughs> creepy looking. Well, it's super creepy.
0: If you want to talk about hybrids, we can get to Alien versus Predator. <laughs> <Ugh>.
1: Anyway, <laughs> Robbie, what do you what do you what's uh what do you think of the Alien franchises and and what's one of your favorite moments that stands I, out in your mind? I,
2: I love the Alien franchise because I love that the they they take the idea because it wasn't the first Alien movie that I had seen. Just like Drew, like I'd seen the more family friendly ones first, so like I was more. Like akin to things like Close Encounters or ET or something like that, right? <clears throat> but when I saw Alien, it was incredibly effective. Now I'm a I'm a big horror movie fan, and that is a that's a haunted house movie in space. Yeah, it's a it's about a haunted house with a ghost. No, and no one
1: can hear you scream. If you're in space, that's even worse because you're you're alone. Oh yeah, you're you know,
2: Dan O'Bannon basically was like, you know, he apparently he got mad that he didn't get a co-directing credit for Dark Star because he felt like he did enough for that. But of course, John Carpenter got the entire credit for that. And that's just the way the director's guilt goes. John
1: Carpenter guy? They, they don't like,
2: they don't like crediting two people unless they're like siblings. So to me, it was just a, such a well-made horror movie. And Dan O'Banion, like Dan is Dan Banyan, not Dan O'Banion. <laughs> Who is Dan O'Banion? <laughs> anyway, so Irish I, cousin. I, he really mm-hmm. wanted to like make a horror film out of it. And I loved it. And I do like the subsequent films for the most part. I think Alien 3 is a better film than maybe you do. You know, and I do love James Cameron's Aliens. It's a different film than Alien. Yeah. And and but but there there are themes that that resonate throughout all of those. Of course, Resurrection to me is complete garbage. But um does my, do you think Alien 3
1: gets lumped in with Resurrection? Like yes. Batman Forever does with Batman and Robin. Yep. The, I, yeah. Because it wasn't bad. I, liked, I I don't hate Alien 3. I think it's okay. And there's, I actually like the design of the alien. Yeah. I like the concept I of the, the prison dog and everything. Alien. Yeah. And it makes sense. It would be evolved like that based on how it, it makes sense. The,
2: the dog alien looks so slimy and real and scary. And I messaged Drew. And I was like, dude, I just watched Alien 3. Why do people hate this?
1: That was the first time, too, that they established in the movies it evolves based on its host. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we saw that in Prometheus, obviously. But And,
2: th- and that was always the idea. Yeah, but we never hands. saw it. Yes, exactly. We you saw know? it in
1: Alien vs. Predator. Thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, that did not come out before <laughs> Alien 3. But
2: I did. I, I messaged <laughs> Drew and I asked about. I was like, yeah, like why does everybody hate Alien 3? I think Alien 3 is pretty good. We'll get to the rankings soon. But my favorite moments, just like Drew said, but I, I labeled it, Hurt Gets Hurt. <laughs> Because I just think that's funny, but I love that moment—the the first oh, chest yeah. bursting scene, right? Yeah, yeah. And and then and in Prometheus, the abortion scene. Oh what? my god! Yeah, Ooh, that's weird. Fun. On my revisits, when I watched that last week, I had to turn my face away for like it was only a brief moment. But if I have to do that, at all, I watched so many. I've watched so many horror films. I've seen so much gore. Uh, I appreciate it as a special effect. I love it, right? But that scene in Prometheus. Bothers the shit out of me, man. I, don't
1: I know. went on
2: Amazon and they do not
1: sell abortion machines like no, that. Wow. Just for the record,
2: why well, abortion wasn't an option because it was set up for a man, so she had to be like, uh, there's like, well, she had to set it up for like some kind of like
1: remove like a like a a diseased
2: like a foreign yeah substance yeah, yeah, out yeah, of like your a, abdomen. Yeah, if you had. And yeah. then she's running around acting like she can take on the rest of like Yeah. She, she was, she's like, she I'm going to fly like, up, and I'm going to like take care of Well, no shit. She's dead by the time the next movie comes across. Spoiler because, <laughs> She doesn't do
1: too well. And I was so pissed off because she does have scenes now. I'll, people that don't know, there's two short, I say films, but they're like maybe five minutes each that come, they go between Prometheus and uh, Alien Covenant. I did not know that. One with James Franco. And then one with Dr. Shaw. Because
2: I was like, why is James Franco even yeah. in this movie?
1: And they're both directed <laughs> by Ridley Scott's son. Okay. But they're both short yeah. films, but they kind of fill in... Brony kind of- Scott. Brony Scott. Yes. <laughs> they both kind of fill in backstories of some of the stuff that may have happened that we didn't see. So you see more with Dr. Wow. Shaw... And more with Mr. Franco. I need to I watch Forget this. his name of his character.
2: I was really, I was like, because wha- I remember knowing that James Franco was in the movie. And then when I finally watched it, and this was like last week, right? For the first time. <laughs> right? Because you remember, I didn't go see it initially. Yeah, I know. I watched it and I was like, wait, why is James Franco in this movie? He's in it for two goddamn <laughs> seconds. He's on the poster. A James Franco film presents.
1: Right, I'm um, no kidding. He's great in the few seconds he's in it. What about you, Jer Bear? What, um, uh, what do you think of the Alien franchise? And if you enjoy the franchise, which I think you probably do, <laughs> what are some standout moments
3: in your mind? Jair bear I like that. Oh, man. Here it goes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hashtag Jair bear Oh, uh, wolf. Anyway, uh, I, standout moments I can think of. Offhand. First of all, Aliens isn't the first Alien movie I saw, or Alien, or any of them. The yeah. first Alien movie I think I saw was probably Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which I like. Oh,
1: yeah, they, I know. That probably was the first one I saw, and I saw it on TV. Unlike yeah, ABC's, I I on like TV. that's a different version. Yeah. That's a different yeah. version. H- highly different.
3: Um, and it has James Franco. <laughs> like memorable moments <laughs> I can think of from Alien. Uh, of course, the chest bursting thing. Like everybody's gonna say that. But also, uh, get away from her, you bitch. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> from <laughs> the power loader yeah, saying aliens. Uh, yeah, from aliens. Uh, just other. I can't think of too many other ones. Yeah, like the abortion seems kind of creepy. I can see why you would turn away from it. Also, it ends in like tentacle horror um there's a lot of it that's like it's, body horror to be yeah, extreme it's very cerebral oh, yeah. it is is our visceral is what i'm looking for if it's, any
2: like they should like i don't know like you know that churches like share like crazy videos of like you know dead fetuses and stuff <laughs> like to that? people show <laughs> that to the the the, the pro-life movement like,
3: Ooh, <laughs> never mind never just never mind uh but yeah and characters that stand out are like bishops Want the first like robot that didn't suck dude bishop's awesome yeah, that's yeah, a great character yeah. Yeah. if Henderson, you remember though. in alien ash just was totally on the side of evil there yeah like, i'm ash just gonna real- a piece of shit it, just get the alien life form at all costs who cares about the people um of course ripley yeah yeah amazing but i mean everybody's gonna probably say her um but yeah those pretty awesome characters pretty awesome movies
1: i would say um great franchise great films love all the films. I think there's one better than others, but the the, the things that stand out besides the chest burster, the first time you see the alien open its mouth and that smaller mouth thing comes out, the first time you see that, yeah. holy oh, yeah. shit, man, that's like a whole different level of all oh, like, that blew my goddamn mind as a child. Um, I don't remember if it's Alien or Aliens, where Bishop's like basically bleeding, but it's that white goo. I think it's the first it's Alien. Aliens. It, it is Aliens. Alien Bishop's not in the first one. Oh, that's well, right. It's Ash. Ash. Is the it's Ash. So it is Bishop. So it is the second film, and that was I just thought when well, he's like on the floor and he's spewing. I'm like that just blew my mind because it's the first time I it saw it. it. Looked like a. It could have been a real person that is a I cy- a. I don't know for some in reason. Every affected single me as a child.
2: in every single movie, and I haven't seen the AVP ones, but in every single one, there's a there's a there's an artificial android or whatever that that gets milked, if you will.
0: It doesn't happen in AVP, don't worry. And
1: uh, my probably favorite scene, period, is the first alien when Ripley thinks she got away and she's in that ship, that pod thing, whatever, and it's in there with her. Freaky as shit, man. And by the way, the guy that played the alien also played Harry from Harry and the Hendersons.
3: Wow. Ah.
1: And, or am I confusing...
3: I don't know. <laughs> I could be, I could be confused with the guy you, who played the, the predator. You bullshit, John. No, I the guy, I the guy that conf- plays the alien, the alien in the first one is like a skinny African dude. Yeah. I forget his name.
1: I might be confusing. I might be confusing the guy that played the predator <laughs> with the guy from Harry and the Henderson, which is not sense. relevant. That makes sense because he's bigger all, at all to this. <laughs> this uh, he wasn't alien though. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, favorite f- favorite characters. Is how I was going to ask, and I should have asked that the first time around. Is there characters that you said Ripley earlier, but is there... Ripley and, and Ripley. R- Ripley. Ripley, and, Ripley. Uh, Bishop. and Bishop. And Bishop yeah. are your favorite characters. I was going to ask that and I, I think like I think maybe
2: there's something like, maybe Bishop gets elaborated on in the in the expanded universe, if you will. But like to me, Bishop is like a waste of Lance Hendrickson to me in those two movies. Because oh. he is in Alien 3... Uh, barely yeah (laughs) I know
3: in Aliens I'm like I got what is Bill Paxton's character's name Hudson Hudson's awesome I love he has some very quotable lines that's one of
2: my favorites because he's so scared he's a private uh, game over man game game over and the whole time he's just like I'm this is fucking over man he's freaking out the entire (laughs) time and ever since I was a kid I loved that character and it's made me love Bill Paxton
0: I I love Michael Bean in Aliens
2: oh Hicks yeah
0: he, 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 did he you just, meet him at did, the uh, I expo? Did, I did not get to meet him. No. Oh damn,
2: dude!
0: Yeah, he he always just seemed like more badass. <laughs> it's like it's like when I think of like a colonial marine.
1: That's what I think of. It makes sense. I actually love the the marines and the, the you know the weaponry they have and and they really are out to just mow down the aliens. Yeah, they're pretty dope. You know. Yeah, I love the fact that They're like, we're not here to fucking. We're not saving anything. We're not getting eggs. We're just going to roll over these bitches you and know, I move got, on.
2: I got three favorite characters listed here because I, did, I thought Ripley would be already spoken. Of course, Ripley's one of the best female characters in science fiction. She's also just one of the best characters in science fiction. And and I know everybody has their thing about Alien 3, but like the story of Ripley from Alien 1, 2, and 3, that's an amazing story. And by the way, she never has a good day. <laughs> All no, of her happy never, endings turn to no. shit no. until she dies, right? You know, But other characters, like I do have Hudson. I love Hudson so much, right? He's just so funny to me. But I love Apon, and he died super quick in Aliens. That was their sergeant, right? Do you know who oh, I'm talking about? yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He Get had it. an action figure, right? Apon. Of course he got an action figure. loved him so much in that movie, but he died so quick. But my favorite character in the entire franchise is Jones. The cat the from cat? the first one. Oh. He the cat,
3: ruins their yeah. lives so yeah. hard in the first movie. He's God just being cat. a cat, He's though. Like, Let's stop, so, so, stop searching for him. I mean, Let yeah. him do cat stuff. I mean, yep, that's <laughs> what <laughs> happens.
1: cat ruined lives. There the you go. The cat
3: would have actually <laughs> been fine probably. It would been on fine. Yeah. There's, it it they seemed like the alien didn't risk.
1: give two shits about the cat, to be honest with you. <laughs> Could have ate him <laughs> a long time ago. cat would have punched that alien in the face, man. So, my question is to you guys then. If you had to rank the Alien films, and you can throw the A.V.P. game movies in there, even though they're not of canon, ask Ridley.
2: Well, who's your favorite characters?
1: Oh, my characters! I'm yeah. gonna go with uh, oh, I forgot. Besides Ripley, Dr. Elizabeth Shaw and Prometheus. I really like her character. Oh, yeah. How badass is that? That they she does the abortion on herself with the machine. Yeah, I know. That's why I was so pissed off that she. Feels like it get kicked in the dick when it comes to her scenes but in the, doesn't Covenant. That,
2: doesn't that kind of keep alive the the tradition of the Alien films where it ends on a happy note every single one of them? But then it kind of start. The next movie starts it's like no, it didn't work out yeah, very well. Yeah, we kind of like shit. She, sa- she saves the kid and she saves Hicks in yeah. Aliens, mm. and then in Alien Three. They're like no, nah, they did. They, they dead did as hell. They well, did, and you're injected with a queen, by the way. Well, I was hoping... <laughs> and you're about to be cloned, and it's going to be a terrible movie. So she's not, mm. she's not <laughs> in... But you're going to know how to be ball
1: She's not in uh, Covenant. I'm like, oh, maybe it was a filming conflict, so they had to write her out. But she's in that fucking mini-movie, Her release scott's kid made. so clearly she was available to make that so she couldn't be in the goddamn oh god it well, pisses which, me off so bad here's something
2: that's crazy to me nobody mentioned david and i love david i think david is a fascinating right. character yeah, he's, he's really important to the whole thing because he kind of like david is the next level of how 9000 yeah yeah doesn't Do he start experiment
3: on the people to make the aliens basically he's, what they yes. are yeah yes. he
2: does that for, and, and you, know, you were talking about how like well the ending of covenant was so easily forecast duh it's in prometheus yeah he he, he poisons that dude He's responsible for all of that. So, of course, we already David's knew that was going to happen. When he first meets him and he's like, you have 2,000. How many people do you have in your ship? Two thousand He goes, extraordinary. I'm like, well, this dude <laughs> is <laughs> not trustworthy no. at all.
3: All this says is, is that all the early models of those robots are terrible all the way up until yes. Bishop finally. It's like, oh, we finally got it right. After, there have like, been all these, some
2: improvements.
3: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> One doesn't David, murder everybody. David's a douche. <laughs> David's a huge douche. David the douche. He does,
1: I think, he does a fantastic job. As Fastbender does, but God, I hate that character so much. So, so let's get to your. Uh, I want to know your your ranking. I'm gonna actually start with Robbie. How would you rank the films? You can include the AVP films. But they're not canon. I'm gonna keep pointing that out. I haven't oh, yeah, seen them, and they're junk. Well, I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't better care, than probably. Resurrection.
2: I haven't seen That's, the you're AVP. Setting a very high bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I haven't seen the AVP film, so I won't put okay, them in. Thank right number. Six, you. So there's six. Yes. Number six, Resurrection. That movie sucks. Okay, I agree that with you. That movie sucks so bad to me. It's written by Joss Whedon.
3: Oh, no, I know.
2: And every problem that people have with Joss Whedon now, and I'm always like, but I love Buffy. I love Angel. I love Firefly. I don't see this. I watch this, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see it. Yikes. I see it. it's bad. It's so bad. It's so stupid. Sigourney Weaver, why? Why did you agree to that? She didn't have to? Just saying. Maybe
1: she wanted a, neck, like a townhouse <laughs> or something in the city because she makes the commute, and she's got a nice <clears throat> house. I don't know.
2: Movie's terrible. Anyway, number five is Alien Covenant. I do like Covenant. I think it's good. My top five. I think. I, I think outside of Resurrection, they're all good movies. Okay. I like Covenant a lot.
1: I like Covenant. I don't love Covenant. Covenant's got good parts.
2: Yeah. Covenant depends on them doing the next movie. Okay. Right. Yeah. Number four, Alien Three. I think Alien Three is supremely underrated. I love Alien Three. I like Alien Three. I think people mostly don't like it because Ripley dies. Yeah, it's I a shit I, I love yeah, it's it. A it's a great cast. It's got the dude who played uh, Rock. Do you remember the '54 Fox uh, the Fox Show Rock about the Black family? Yeah, he's yeah. the guy that plays the priest.
3: That sounds familiar. Rock
2: plays the the main yeah. the main priest. Alien Three
1: right? is not a bad film. It's just not Alien or Aliens. I think yeah. that's what people would disappoint. And I think you're right that we followed her on this adventure and then for her to die, people are like, "What the fuck?"
2: Yeah. Well, she died in a very noble. Yeah. cause I, yeah. I, I really thought that was great and then her her co-star in that movie is also uh um, the guy that played uh Tyrion Lannister. It's the dude that she like like falls in love with for or, or not fall in love with but like has like some moments with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's the doctor. And he he gets killed. Anyway, I love Alien 3. I think it's amazing. Also Paul McGann's in that movie. That's the uh what eighth doctor. Anyway, um, my number three is Prometheus. I think Prometheus is a great movie. I think it's great. Um, Ridley Scott going back to the yeah uh, more of the themes about alien. Number two is aliens. Visually, by the way, Prometheus is stunning. Oh, it's great. Number two is Aliens for me, and number one is Alien. I think that's a good list. I have the same goddamn list. John has the exact same list, so I won't go
1: spoilers tread that. But I think that's a great list. Prometheus, really, um, I watched it in three D recently, and man, what is that that is a good looking film. That is a really good-looking film. They definitely, I, they shot it with 3D cameras. They didn't, they didn't cut corners on it. So visually, it's stunning. And then when they did Covenant, they're like, "No, nah, we're just post conversion. We'll half, <laughs> we're not going to spend that much money, guys." Uh, and I went to Prometheus, by the way, in the premiere, and it was fucking a packed house. I went to Covenant on the opening night, and there may have been two goddamn people in there. I'm like, is this what the alien franchise has become? Because Covenant, there's parts I really like. It's not my favorite film, but I don't think it's bad. But I don't know what happened. I was really disappointed. I think a lot.
2: Of, I think a lot of people were confused by Prometheus. Yeah, because I had many people be like, "How is it an alien prequel?" And I'm like, "Did you not watch the very end it's of the film?" It's more focused on the engineers.
1: And there, yeah, there's aliens. How it in all it, starts? It all starts yeah, with the engineers. It focuses more. They're on They're the that ones
2: thing. that that seed life into Earth. Yeah. They yeah.
1: created us. What about you, Drewski? How would you rate these films in your in your mind? Well, starting from the bottom, Resurrection sucks. Like, it,
0: <laughs> like it, it's it's not good. Joss Whedon ain't good. I can't remember the director, but he ain't good neither. And
2: it's a waste of Ron Perlman. It's a waste of Ron Perlman. Oh, man, that's the worst the, part. I
0: cannot remember anything other than uh, the wheelchair gun <laughs> and the kill me.
1: <laughs> I only fell asleep in the theater twice my whole life, and one of those was Resurrection. Yeah. Set, and then seven, because I have seen the AVP movies. Oh, God.
0: Uh, AVP Requiem. Now, this is... At the beginning, Like when you see AVP, you know what AVP Requiem is going to be about. It is going to be about some camp, some, just some fun, dumb aliens versus predators going after each other. But this one is... It has the alien-predator hybrid. Because at the end of Alien, the first alien versus predator, he bursts out of the chest of a dead predator. And... It's still not great, but <laughs> but it's better than the resurrection. <laughs> uh, after that, uh, AVP. A- a- uh, there are a lot of really fun, like because they go to Antarctica and there's just a pyramid underneath the surface, and then they find the fa- they find facehuggers down there, and then around that time, just a crew of predators show up and decide that we're gonna have our big proving ritual because the aliens are the ultimate prey and just chaos ensues in this maze, and all the doors shut, and it's like a haunted horror it's underneath the ground in Ar- Antarctica.
1: I was disappointed that AVP wasn't very graphic, because Alien's graphic and Predator's graphic, and AVP was not. Yeah. Were more was.
2: Well, Resurrection's the most graphic out of all of them, and it's yeah. not a good film. Well, so it does it doesn't...
1: Graphic doesn't make it good, but it, after AVP, they're like, oh, guys, um, I think we need to give these guys let them because AVP is rated PG by the way, PG thirteen.
0: I think they focus more on like the they gave more thought to the predator weaponry. Yeah, in AVP. well, Requiem's
1: are, and so you have some really cool death scenes. So I'll give Requiem some props as far as the kills.
0: Yeah, and then I have uh, Covenant, and then after that I got uh, this was this was the harder part. Uh, I do have Alien three, then Prometheus, then Aliens, then Alien at the top.
1: Oh, yeah, we're very similar at top
0: uh, towards yeah, the
1: top. Yeah, yeah, that's a, So I, your way so your number 1 was Alien or Aliens? Alien? Alien. Oh, okay, the
0: first yeah. Alien. Yeah, the horror movie. So, yeah.
2: minus AVP, we have the same list. That's that's why
0: I was saying. Yeah. it's like I didn't want to go into it more more just because y'all have already talked about this it. This is but a it's DCP.
2: Like, yeah. Yeah. And
1: this might yeah. be the general consensus for the world. If we took like a poll, that might be how it comes it out. Be. I figured I'd give some
0: insight to AVP since none of y'all talked I about it. I bet
1: Jeremy's... What if his differs? Is that like, my favorite's fucking
3: Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We won't be doing that tonight. <laughs> uh-huh. that's, that's not happening. Uh, my list is different from you guys, though, because my tops are different. Uh, but I will start at the bottom. I'm not going to say the numbers because... I'm going to include the alien or the AVP movies as well. So I guess what's eight? Ugh. Okay. So what I have here is a, of course, Resurrection's garbage, but I also think AVP two or Requiem as you call it, whatever, is also same, like same tiered garbage. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I, it's not it's better. I yeah. mean, it's sometimes goofy. Like it's one of those movies if you really don't care what you're watching and you're like drunk. Or, yeah, or it's any, dumb fun. <laughs> yeah. like you can't have like, dumb fun there's with Resurrection. A clear like campy 80s horror feel to it at some points especially when they like kill the stoners when they come out from behind the like conven- <laughs> so yeah. oh my god so foolish anyway uh moving on uh my next one is uh avp1 the yeah. there's a very cool scene at the end where um i forget the actress's name but oh. where like he marks her pretty much as like a yeah somebody on her tear J- yeah on Johnson tier. makes her a yeah like she's on that tier of like hunt and it's really sick and then they t- combine their force to take down the queen and it's it's pretty okay it's way better it's than fun. It, the second one. Yeah. yeah um, if
2: you guys both say the AVP is better than Resurrection, I'll check it out.
3: Oh man, it's AVP not even a But that's it. not I want to check out Requiem. That's not setting a very high bar, yeah, it's though. true. Like you don't have to go high up, but uh next I have uh Alien uh, Covenant because I like it, but uh it's got some problems. It's got some problems. Um I feel like the pacing of it's a little weird sometimes. Uh next up I have Alien 3. Uh, then I have Prometheus, and this is where it's going to change, is Alien is in there, and then Aliens is my number one. Ah. Yeah. I knew it was
1: gonna be somebody's number yeah. one, because yeah. some people um, like the more action, more Terminator 2-ish type film. It's a great film, though. James Cameron does a really yeah, good job. I think went in a different direction, where it's clearly an action sci-fi, as opposed to a sci-fi horror.
3: But it's a great film. And then they bust out the pulse rif- rifles, and those are some of the coolest like, sci-fi weapons because they're oh, sort yeah. of realistic, but also like, mm, we, I don't know if we can quite fire this many rounds yet, but it's, it's really cool. My
2: favorites are the flamethrowers,
3: man. Oh, yeah. They just, yeah, they so just badass. eat them a with those flamethrowers.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I, I really love Alien and Aliens too. So that's one of those sequels that... James Cameron can do the sequels, man. I'll give him props. Yeah. You look All at right? Terminator yeah. 2, you look at...
2: Avatar
3: 2? <laughs> Titanic 2. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, right? Anyway. Titanic. You know, we are running a little bit long, but we're going to go ahead and go through this anyway. What about some of the themes, the motifs in these movies? First of all, I'm will go to. i going to go ahead and throw out what I got, and then I'll ask you guys what you think about it. Um, first of all, fear of the unknown. It's obvious, right? That's what this movie is about. We had this idea going on in science fiction that 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 aliens were going to... Like, we were going out there. We were going to find aliens. We were going to colonize the solar system, if not the galaxy. And that we would, like, aliens would be this, like, beneficial force to us, right? And then Ridley Scott's alien came about, and that's not the case, right? And it goes back to this Lovecraftian idea of the unknown terror, the old gods that live out there, the ancient evil that we don't even know. It's unspeakable. It's unknowable, right? Something like that. You also got the idea of the blue-collar worker versus the corporation, right? That's prevalent in all of those movies, even the shitty-ass Resurrection, I don't know about AVP, but it's it's in all of those movies. And Alien 3 really works on that exceptionally well, in my opinion, because it, it, it takes it to the prison motif, right? So I love that, right? And, and it's, so on top of that, though, it's about the corporate exploitation of both nature and man. And it's something why, like James Cameron explored this theme a little bit more fully in Avatar, I hate to say it, but he does explore it a little bit more in aliens as well. Um, then you got the idea of nurture versus destruction, right? So you got the idea of the mother. You Ripley throughout many of these in the movies and even in the shitty ass movie Resurrection, literally, Ripley is the mother. I mean, you got the queen, and you got the idea of, of a mother that's nurturing and a mother that's destructive. And that's that's something that goes to the deepest archetypes in humanity, um, explorations of the origins of life and the idea that there's a darker mythology out there, you know, back to that Lovecraftian idea. And one of my favorite things about Prometheus and covenant is that Ridley Scott, when he came back, he goes back to those original ideas. Oh yeah. Because I feel like aliens beyond, they really do explore nature versus destruction. They explored the whole corporate exploitation of nature and man, but they don't explore that fear of the unknown, that Lovecraftian unknown, unspeakable horror as much as Ridley Scott's films do in the franchise. What do you think, John?
1: Well, the biggest thing is that after alien, it feels like nobody really talked about the engineers focused on that. It focused on the alien itself. So I do like the fact they he went back and did covenant. They did Prometheus and kind of explored the background, how they came to be. And I do love the concept that we came from the engineers and the, we, we were basically a byproduct, right. Of the engineers. Um, and that they came back to wipe us out like yes. that's a cool concept like oh we got to get rid of these guys. So I do like the fact that they they I love the two the two biggest things that I take away from the franchise a this whole concept of it wasn't god it was a other being that created us the engineers. Yeah. Cool that's a cool concept as it is. And then on top of that most importantly uh, the the aliens the the, uh, the is the fear of the unknown this this whatever is out there whatever it may be it probably just wants to fucking kill us or eat us. And what's more terrifying than a thing with an extra mouth with a spiky tail that drips fucking acid? Yeah. Acid that will go right through the goddamn ship. I'm like, what is their skin made of to hold this acid in that begs so many questions? It's that, it's that
2: exoskeleton.
3: Yeah. Right? It and, probably and, neutralizes it to some effect, I right. always yeah. thought.
2: And that's the Lovecraftian idea, that that there is something else out there, but it doesn't give a fuck about you. No. And it's going to kill you. Yeah. It wants to either make you... Like insane, drive you insane, take you over as a host. Yeah. And that's an idea that's in those movies too, is the idea of being taken over. Mm-hmm. Like being injected with the literal seed of an alien and becoming something other and different. And it, it it sucking the life out of yourself. Look at all the ancient and ideas about demons and demonology and shit like that. That's what demons do. They latch onto your soul, right? They, they attach to your body. Look at the old... You know, images and stuff like that from the Key of Solomon and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and and they leech your energy away. They yeah. leech your life force away. Well, that
1: goes back to the whole. I'd much rather have an alien probe my bunghole for research than to put an alien baby up there. Yeah,
2: no kidding, right? That's just That's,
1: my opinion. Get you a saddle, satellite yeah. dish.
2: What about you, Jeremy? What do you think of some of the themes that are more prevalent to you? Are
3: I do appreciate the uh, cosmic horror aspect of Alien. So um, when that comes up, I'm I like that. The I don't mind the. Um, action adventure of course i said aliens is my favorite of them but i like that like you mentioned earlier where Ridley scott comes back to explore the cosmic horror aspect of aliens rather than just like straight action uh that fear of the unknown you know it i think that's something that can be transferred to many different like venues of fiction and it's pretty it's well used and, and i think it's, it's a good i guess look for alien <laughs> oh yeah absolutely um, the just design of them is just horrifying. Like I could see the whole demon thing because they look like straight up space demons. You know, uh, and apparently demons. HR, <laughs> that, what's HR Geiger
2: or whatever Geiger, what yeah, like I a Geiger counter. Geiger, like he, uh, he apparently drew these out of his dream.
3: That looks like a nightmare. And yep. if you're
2: in, if you're dreaming, right, that's that's you accessing your subconscious. Right. The
3: subconscious is messed up. <laughs> well,
2: some people believe, especially in the 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 Cambellian the sense, like Joseph Campbell or something like that, Carl Jung, whatever, that that dreams are an a, a gateway into the collective unconscious. And so a lot of people, especially that that documentary that you sent me, Memory. Yeah. I watched some of that. It's fascinating. It is they're, yeah. they're talking about that. The, this stuff comes from nightmares. This is some of the most elementary. Um, root evils that mankind is fearful of, you know, and, and it comes out of his dream, and of course, it works. That's why the movie's so good, is because this is raw. This is from the collective unconscious. This is something that all of humanity fears.
3: It's like that primal lizard brain fear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: we
2: all fear reptiles, acid, and dicks.
0: Mm, That's an I alien. Guess so. yeah, right? <laughs> Speaking of dicks, what about you, Drew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a it, the general design of them like it's they're black shiny they they blend in with the darkness and filled with spikes and acid like all of those are made to make humans terrified and just the uh when you talk about the dread like like Lovecraft and it's like that's why I generally like one like alien more because like there's just a feeling of dread once you get a sense of what this thing can do and that's when it was like we well, don't know what the hell and it's like this this thing dropped like one thing of blood and, and almost like demolished our ship like that's it and it's like what the hell are we gonna kill it without without it destroying our ship how are we gonna get home yeah and, and, that, and that's what it was like that feeling of dread and now now you get closure out of that even though like by the time you watch the next one it's like it never worked out like you thought it was going to be it's like because the ending it gives you hope and then the next one it's like nah it, you're you still you still fucked
2: and you know that's <laughs> one of the oldest storytelling ideas is that and it, this i recently did a comics revisited on sandman and there's an issue in Sandman. sandman's 24 hours it's the one in the diner yes right and she even says all stories the trick to writing is knowing when to end the story because mm-hmm. it ended at a happy moment because it all turns to shit. And it all turns to death. Yeah, eventually. Ultimately, right? And I think we've all hit those nails on the head. I think these movies really hit that primordial, primal fear that's inside of all of us. You know, we're all scared of, like, claws mm-hmm. and something that, that's going to rip us apart. We're all scared of something that would suck away our life energy. We're all feared... Scared of that corporate, you know that that unknown, and also the idea of the corporation and the and we haven't really talked so much about that, but that's very prevalent.
1: Yeah, that they're 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 the whole, company. Yeah, Wayland. they give a shit about yeah. the alien and nothing else. But and some you, of that worked for you him, and when he went and like, oh, they can probably give us eternal life, and so they go and talk to the engineer, yeah. and that did not he work out well for him. Smacks the shit out of them.
2: Yeah, it just kills them. Yeah, absolutely. But some fascinating ideas are proposed by the Alien films. And we were about to do this whole segment about music, but we are running long, so we're saving that for PCP After Hours. So you better get on patreon.com slash PCP so you know what we think about the music of the Alien franchise. Right, John? Hell yeah.
1: And I also have a question for all y'all that I'm saving for After Hours. It's an Alien question. Nice. And we'll, we'll get to that too.
2: Nice. Well, until then, we're about to get into our top five favorite Alien films, not just about the Alien franchise, yes, obviously. Yes,
1: just Alien, as long as it's... Focusing on aliens. I can't yeah. just have like aliens in the backdrop. It has to have aliens as a sort of the focus of the film. We're going to talk about our top five. And I think you reached out to the social media too, right?
2: Yeah, so before we do that, we're going to ask y'all, the listeners, what y'all's favorite movies are about aliens. And before that, we're, we're taking a break.
1: Taking a break. We all have to get some more beers. We'll be right back. Pop Culture Philosophers. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Pop Culture Philosophers. We were talking about aliens before the break, and we're still talking about aliens now. <laughs> we actually were going to talk about our top five, our favorite alien films, not just the alien franchise, but anything alien-based. Uh, before that, though, I think, Robbie, I think you reached out to the old social media, to MySpace, Facebook. I don't think we have a MySpace. But not anymore. The social media in general, I think you reached out and you asked them their favorite alien films. I'm curious to yeah. hear what they say. I think we're going to have some overlap with our top Five. So, uh, what are your possibly? What are their? What are they? What are they, What are they saying?
2: Well, first of all, I asked a group of people a couple weeks ago on the live stream that I do every Sunday night. That's right, Rockin' Robbie Live every Sunday, seven p.m. U.S. Central Time.
1: Is that the one you do nude?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: that's a different. That's a different.
2: Yeah. Uh, anyway, Herminio Reyes, who actually won the four thousand subscribers contest and won the Fantastic Four by Mark Wade and Mike Waringo Omnibus.
1: So you should. You're saying people should check out the live as well as. Check us out on the social media and win stuff. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yes, possibly. Anyway, oh, okay. awesome. he said Independence Day. It's it's an alien movie. It's yeah. a good. It's so, a fun summer film too. All of these right now are coming from YouTube. Champ said Mars Attacks. One God Tank said Cocoon and Life Force. Ooh, I
1: didn't even think about cocoons. Wow, C- Jesus, the cocoon line.
2: Flicking stuff said Dark Skies. George. Sinayas said Predator. Jonathan Clark said Independence Day. Jesse Bickmore said They Live. Logan Torres said li- Life. And I was like, the Eddie Murphy oh, film?
1: <laughs> life is so damn good. Apparently
2: uh-huh. it's the Ryan Reynolds 2017. Yeah, and Jake
1: Gyllenhaal. Fantastic film. If you haven't spoilers, seen it, spoilers. Ryan so... Reynolds
3: doesn't make it too long. <laughs> yeah.
2: Joe Slag said E.T. The Extraterrestrial. Loss S said Enemy Mine. Hamburger Basket said The Thing. And S Squared says Alien. S Squared, by, by the way, one of the best friends of this show. To oh, be awesome. Um, my 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 lady, love of my life, Alicia said, the arrival is hers, not the Charlie Sheen one. <laughs> but now let's jump over to the PCP Army. James, the arrival is fantastic, by the way. It, it bored me. Oh. What? It's it, so good. It made me go to sleep. Anyway, <laughs> over at the PCP Army, James Donahoe said, they live. Brian Alman says, Mars attacks. Gene Allen said, alien. Mike Matthews, the voice, said, enemy Mine in which we had a big conversation about why I think most Dennis Quaid movies suck. Anyway, mm. I've never seen Enemy Mine. Uh, Jelani, we all know Jelani, said Independence Day. That does not surprise me. Paul Edwards says The Thing by John Carpenter. Um, Sajan Alcid says District 9. Scott Green said Born in East L.A. Come on, man. Come on, man. Anyway, Timothy Gorman, friend of the show, um, said, uh, As a kid, last Starfighter, but as of today, Signs? Timothy, you're wrong, and I'm only, I'm not only saying that because you're in Florida right now and you can't come up here into the <laughs> studio. Like Erica Adams said, "Edge of Tomorrow" is that a alien? Oh my film? god, it's so
0: good! It's so good. I oh. haven't seen it.
2: Um, Matt Hatcher, Matt Matt Hatcher agrees with Alicia and Says the Arrival. Um, Audrey Wolfhard says Contact. Courtney Cashin says the same. You know, I'm a huge Carl Sagan fan, and Contact is a great book. I don't know if it's the best movie. You're telling me they had you, another you, you, one you.
1: on the other side of the... <laughs> yeah, what, what's that coincidence?
2: Jake Flippin'
1: abuse.
0: <laughs> they should have sent a poet.
2: Matt Gibson said Spaced Invaders. Randy Riley said The Europa Report. Sarah Took said The Fifth Element. Clem Urban said Alien or Aliens, depending on the mood I'm in. And Will Smith... <laughs> uh, Will Smith. Will Priest said Men in Black.
0: <laughs> Will Smith said Men in Black. Wow.
3: And now I'm dead. <laughs> biased. I'm, that killed me just
2: now. <laughs> Uzoma Peter Lane said E.T. Adam Lander said The Thing and Arrival. Adam Bryson said Paul District 9, Fire in the Sky. I love
3: Oh, I love the that. Personal sky. favorite. And
2: Scott Green, who said, uh, to, to, he said born in East LA, gave us a real answer. Said, uh, I'm going to have to go with John Carter. To which I'm like, uh, both your answers suck. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Anyway, thank you for checking us out on social media. At the PCP show that we don't, we ever never check that. So just go to at the rock and Robbie. And of course, popculturephilosophers.com. Our Facebook group, the PCP Army, all that stuff and more. I hope you're checking it out.
1: Now we're going to get to our top five, the meat of the show or the dessert or whatever. We can't have figure it out. But our top five. No, it's um,
2: meat. And I think. We figured this out like almost 10 years ago, John. It's what if we are a
1: Vegetarian. It's the tofu. It's of the, the show. meatless
2: meat. Okay,
1: so that was my nickname in high school, you know. Meatless meat. <laughs> <laughs> the meatless <laughs> meat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, a girl. Like, sh- What's up, Double M? A girl saw <laughs> me in the shower. Um, <laughs> so, so, oh, uh, so sad. So uh, Ooh, boy, you hitting them tonight? <laughs> so, uh, so this is our top five. There may be some some uh, similarity films actually that's some great selection some of those caught me off guard to be honest with you some I didn't expect Cocoon that's a good one so I'm gonna start with uh, Jeremy your top five in reverse or your top five favorite alien based films now it doesn't have to be the alien franchise and it doesn't have to be uh, as long as it's alien centric you know what I'm saying if there's just a passing like oh yeah there's an alien in the background in this film it doesn't count
3: like, he's just stopping in for a quick pint or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, he just comes in to get a beer. And um, it's,
1: a, it's a clerks movie or something. <laughs> so,
3: actually, what's crazy is the fifth one was the hardest for me to figure out. I don't know why, but I struggled with this. So, I ended I ended up settling on Men in Black. Men in Black. Men in Black was a movie I saw quite a few times when I was younger.
2: Will Smith agrees with you. Yeah, I mean. Sm- <laughs>
3: yeah, <so> apparently. <laughs> here's my thing. I think as a movie, Men in Black 3 is better than Men in Black. I think it wraps up the whole series well. Man in Black, though, sets the tone. It has a better soundtrack. It has a way better... And he has the whole... <laughs> no, I mean, like it's got, got the whole Here song. come the Man, the Man in Black. Black. Better that's one-liners, too. Why yeah. don't you remember? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Anyway, that's Man in Black. It, it, it hit me hard as a kid because... I don't know. I just like the whole feel of the movie. It's a fun action film. Yeah. It was marketed else. well. It's a fun film. Number four. Number four is Starship Troopers, baby. Holy oh, shit. Roughnecks, baby. Oh, Holy Starship shit. Starship Troopers, man. It's Starship so good. Starship Troopers. Listen, that is a very underrated sci-fi action film. I don't know if it's well-reviewed. I really don't even care. It's an it's, amazing movie. Actually,
1: it's it's definitely has a cult following. I'm the cult. And <laughs> it's, it's Paul Verhoeven, who also did Robocop. Great movie too, and uh, it's got a great cast, and it's a new cool Patrick concept. Harris.
3: NPH, yeah, it's a cool concept. Cast for Van Dien, greatest yeah. actor yep. of his age. Well, I'm, there's a lot. Of, it's actually got a hell of a cast in it. I'm just saying, it's an amazing movie. And it's I think got a people, shitty
2: cast that happens to work together. It's got they a, happen to work it's very got a, well together. The best actor
3: in there is NPH and Gary Busey. It's very. I totally no, agree. my bad, Jake Busey. Jake, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I super agree with that. But I, it'd be better if Gary was movie. in it. Yeah,
2: it's. I loved that when I was in middle school. I Loved it. But
1: it knows. I think it knows that it's a high budget B film. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's cognizant of that. I'm not
2: arguing that it's not a good film that deserves to be in the top five. I'm just arguing what John said when he said it had a great cast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's got a great cast for what it is. It's got a well working together cast. It's got a. How about this? It's got a cast. (laughs) The reviews say, "Hey, there's people in this movie."
3: Number (laughs) number three is aliens. Aliens, the second one. Yes. Aliens. Aliens with an S.
1: By Sir James Cameron. Right. <laughs> it's not knighted. Uh,
3: I wouldn't Nor be surprised, but I don't think he's British. So you no, don't think you British. can be knighted if you're not British. But it's a very good movie. I think we've talked about it enough to know why it's a good movie. Oh, yeah. But Aliens is my number three. Awesome. Um, my number two is The, the Thing. Deuce. The Thing. The Thing is my number the John, two. John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, yeah, John Carp- Carpenter's The Thing. Not, not the new one either not the prequel or whatever but which like is a great movie it's good but the thing the
1: original, the original. You're right. John Carpenter's
2: what a fantastic film it, well the original is the thing from another world well I yeah. should say John Carpenter's was the that
1: thing. Howard it, Hawks yeah but this right. is just called the thing well, the thing from the,
3: the other world the movie the thing John Carpenter's John the Carpenter thing.
2: because the first one is the thing from another world yes. then it's yeah. John Carpenter's the thing yeah. then it's the thing
3: it just <sighs> It has too many. It's like It's, a conv- it's like Fast so and Furious. A little confused. It's almost like though Mega Man versus like Too Fast thing. the Next
2: Movie is the thing.
3: E the thingy.
2: The thing and the thing.
3: The Thanger. <laughs> anyway, and my number one is going to be Close Encounters of the Third, of the third wow. Kind. Nice. Wow! Yes, wow! That is I didn't a, expect that to be somebody's back, number one. It's I, a great film. I have literally seen them. I've watched that movie at least once a year. Well, I don't know why. I just love it. It's just because the you know why you want to know the real truth yeah. because when you watch alien movies a lot of the times the aliens are portrayed as hostile entities. Why is that always know. the case? How can't come you here? Watch, to help? Can I thought you, we talked about that. Dude, <laughs> you, okay, I'm just saying it but, has to do with
2: HP Lovecraft. Damn
3: it! I know that, and I like that aspect of it, but I like the different approach that comes from. Be from honest it. with
1: me. Can you watch the movie without wanting mashed potatoes?
3: Damn it! Are you talking about the Devil's Tower <laughs> stuff? <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, Yes, because it's really nasty. Actually, it's disgusting, <laughs> and it just starts you. It no. does make
2: me want mashed. Potatoes. It makes me want mashed. Potatoes. Yeah, it does
3: not make me want mashed potatoes at all. It's it doesn't hands. take much to make me want mashed
1: potatoes. Great detract great director, great soundtrack, great actress. great cast. Yes. That really is a great cast. Yeah, now, that's a good. Yeah, suck legit, on that. Legit good cast <laughs> and
3: very good film with very good special effects for the time. That still oh hold yeah,
1: up. the special effects actually do hold up phenomenally well, and you'll see that with most of Spielberg's films. Actually, for real. <laughs> Drew, (laughs) give me your top five in reverse order if you could, but do odds and evens. (laughs) Uh, Five is an odd.
0: uh... (laughs) It does work work that way, though. (laughs) Yeah, odds then evens, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Five, I actually have the first alien movie that I ever saw, and that's Transformers the movie.
1: That's the first goddamn alien movie you ever saw. You got, you got the, the touch. touch. Yeah, you want the I, animated I, film? Yes. Oh, thank God! I thought <laughs> <laughs> you meant. I'm like, how? Oh, no, no, no. I would have said Bay?
0: Transformers if it was Michael Bay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but no, I mean just the the great cast, the music, how fun it is, <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> Like, it's like Weird Al uh, Yankovic is in it. Like, just the the random things. It was Orson Welles' last role and Scatman Carruthers' last role. Jesus. Yeah. Of all your last roles to have. It killed everybody. Like (laughs) (laughs) Unicron and Jazz died after that movie, (laughs) which, you know, Jazz normally dies in the Transformers movies. does.
3: (laughs) Slightly racist. I know, right?
0: (laughs) Uh, But then after that, I got Edge of Tomorrow. I love that movie. Now, this may not shock uh, especially Robbie, the same team that did uh, uh Edge of Tomorrow did the later Mission Impossible movies, Tom Cruise you know, and Christopher McQuarrie.
2: I love Christopher McQuarrie. Yeah. He was the writer of uh, The Usual Suspects.
0: I and believe me I know.
2: Writer and director of one of my favorite westerns, Wave the Gun.
0: mm
3: Mhm.
2: Is not the movie based on a manga? Is yeah. Uh, the only
3: thing we have is Kill.
0: Yeah, all, uh, the only oh. thing is Kill or yeah. something yeah, something along those lines, let kill me see. Or kill.
3: No, kill, kill, all, all, you need all you need is, is kill. kill. Yeah, yeah,
0: but it, it's really it, it is cool. Like the whole thing is that he, he's a PR guy that gets dissolved by alien goo, and essentially gets their power to like r- loop time. Like I did, I Day just situation. don't want to watch
2: a, another Tom Cruise movie. You
0: ain't life. watch any Tom Cruise movies because you still haven't owed the the Mission
1: Impossible movies from years ago.
0: It's happening
2: <laughs> in twenty twenty.
1: Sidetrack: Have you seen uh, Oblivion uh, yet? No. Oblivion that? is a... Visually is a... Oh, that, outstanding is, movie. Does it got Tom Cruise in it? It sure does. I have and nothing. Sir Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I knighted him as
2: well. Tom yes. Cruise is that guy that accidentally winds up in movies I like.
1: Yeah. Like
3: Vanilla Sky. I mean, yeah. he's, he's pretty small of a guy, so I can see why he could just fall he into stuff. that falls <laughs> in. No, we have I, a,
1: we, it, the budget's based on the size of the actor.
2: Yeah, plus uh, you know, the whole idea of you know, fuck Scientology and cults.
1: Hey, man, he believes in aliens more than you do.
2: Yes,
0: you're right. <laughs> <And that's, laughs> he like, should have been on the goddamn like, show. I was about to say, we could swap you out if you want.
2: <laughs> no, the- uh... He doesn't really believe in that. Oh, Tom Cruise might. <laughs> I was about to say. John Travolta doesn't believe in shit. <laughs> no. Number, he number doesn't. Number three, is that where we're at?
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh nice. yeah, original, not original Keanu, Keanu not Reeves. Ke- I you. love
1: Keanu Reeves, but the original is a fucking classic. Did
0: yeah. you watch that last night? Ah, uh,
2: yes, because I, I saw it pop up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. And yeah. Yeah. flicks. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> it. It's like Klaatu Barada Nikto and he was like, he's like, well, uh, the scientist was like, well, can you can you prove everything? And he's like, yeah, sure, I can just stop everything for <laughs> for a while. I thought those were the words to open the Necronomicon. No, yeah, it's Nick. And, and, <laughs> and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the words. <laughs> yeah, but no, it, it is a warning against nuclear proliferation in like 1951. That's when the movie came out, and like it still holds up. Like some of the effects that they use, like especially, especially the uh, flying saucer landing, I noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> it can look wonky, but like it's it's still cool. Like it's a classic, like alien robot uh,
1: design. And it's, it's a great film, and it's so iconic that I didn't understand why they remade it. I understand why they wanted to, but I'm like, let's just not fuck with it, man. Yeah, it's a piece of American history. And then two, Alien. I think we've covered that. The enough. original Alien, yeah, and by the, Sir Ridley Scott, who and, is a guy who was damn knight, who was knighted by the yeah. by the yeah. And then one, The Thing. The Thing, oh. John Carpenter's The Thing. John Carpenter's your favorite. The thing. That is terrifying. I, I,
0: I, I, wa- I watched it again last night. Like from the very beginning, it is extraordinarily eerie especially like now that i had like i'm older and no and those things more like just so siberian huskies are some of like the loudest dogs you can have the dog just silently watching the helicopter and knowing that like you knowing it, like how to escape and how to get out like it's just so many more things click and just it just era, eerily way for for that dog to be, and then when it first just like goes nuts around the dog, and it's like that is some of the most visceral
1: like body horror you can get. And the practical effects in that are fucking phenomenal. Yes,
2: holy shit! And it's another Lovecraft, a Lovecraftian influence
1: dread. Yeah. Yeah. Especially what did you like think? Not to get off track, but what did you think of the prequel? Because I love the prequel. It was marketed really as a remake almost, and I was like, "Fuck this!"
2: Because it is kind of the same story. Yeah, but
1: it is yeah. a prequel. Once I, I realized it. it was a prequel, I'm like, "Oh, I'm fine with this." And it
0: really you're to- you talking about the one with Joel Edgerton that came out a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I no, I actually somebody would like say that.
1: Mary Elizabeth Winstead; she was the lead. But okay,
2: <laughs> I would say the one with Mr. Echo. Yeah,
1: that's what it's a. It's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, it's.
0: I don't like it as much as I wish it had more practical thing. effects. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I never,
1: no, it's not as good as the thing. That's too, that's too fucking lofty that, to get yeah. to. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's too cool. but no,
0: high I, re- I really did like it. Zach, Zach Fisk and I were talking about that, and he was like, "Can you download that too?" Because I, because I had watched that, and it was like, I, yeah, now that I
1: think about it, I do kind of want to rewatch that because it's been several years. It's a good movie. It's a good movie, and it's a great prequel. prequel. It's a great cast. The special effects are great. I wish there was more practical and less S.C.G. That's my complaint about it. But it's great, but it doesn't. Yeah, that's too. No one, you can't live up to the thing. What a great, fantastic film. What a great, fantastic list. Thank you. That's a great list. How do we know you're the real Drew? Maybe we have to test your blood.
2: Oh, try. That's we like should, nine. We, should, we yeah. should pull out the board game,
1: which is amazing. oh yeah, which yeah. is good. You got me for my birthday. Thank yes. you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you were there.
2: Yeah. So you are the real Robbie, cause you remember. <laughs>
1: I want to hear your top five in reverse order, if you could. Well, also I, odds and evens. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, before I get into it, not a shout out or anything, but I want to give a little bit of an explanation. I did not put 2001: A Space Odyssey in this list because I do not think that movie about aliens. I think that movie is about no. human evolution.
1: Yep. Yeah. I don't so, think I, it's about I agree with you. I was on the bench. I'm like, does this count? Yeah. Or is it really like it's it's
2: not about the aliens? Yeah, it's I agree. Y- you don't even see the aliens. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I agree. Number five from the director of Close Encounters of the Third Kind, E.T., The Extraterrestrial, 1982, Steven Spielberg. I love this movie. It's one of those hopeful alien abduction experience oh, not alien abduction, <laughs> but one of those alien contact experiences, but when, in a hopeful way. But the negative comes from the government's involvement. Oh, yeah. Say, that's yeah. what I love about
1: it. When they Would come you, up in there. Yeah. <laughs> Would you have, when that ball, when he rolls that ball and it comes back to him, would you went out there? Because I fucking would have. As a kid, lied. I
2: probably would have. Oh,
1: fuck no. Because as a either. kid,
2: you're dumb as shit.
1: I saw that movie in the theater. That's how ah. fucking old I am. Yeah. And I was too young to go see it. Okay. I saw it in the theater with some family members. Yeah. It scared the shit out of me.
2: I, it's just kind of scary. And it's also very sad because when E.T. is dying, that's like terrible. He had AIDS. Terrible. Oh, shut up. Space AIDS. <laughs> space Number four is uh, from the director of Halloween. This is from 1982 as well as The uh, Thing. Halloween love- Halloween mm-hmm. 2. Oh, no. Yeah, it's uh, The Thing. I- I- well, he did direct Halloween 2. But I love The Thing by John Carpenter. I love that film. I think it's also very Lovecraftian. It's very much like Alien um, in a way. Um, they're very similar films. One's a little bit more crazy. Now, of course, Dark Star is very Alien as well. Yeah. But more comedic. Right, but I love that film. It's so great. A great cast. I mean, Kurt Russell, um, Kevin James, not Kevin. God damn it, Keith David. Wait, you get Kevin James and Keith David I get, mixed Ke- up? I get <laughs> Kevin James and Keith David mixed up all the time for some goddamn reason. It's anyway,
1: so not right. I, I know <laughs> that hurts me a little. <laughs> which, which number? <laughs> one, yeah, which one was on Community?
2: <laughs> Keith <and> David. Number. <laughs> my number three is. From the director of Gladiator. That's from 1979 as Alien. Ridley Scott's Alien. We've talked about that so a lot. Scott. I love it. You know, that and the thing are kind of like a one-two punch for me um, as to why science fiction can be horror. Because anything horror, like like supernatural horror, it technically is science fiction. You know, vampires are technically science fiction, right? Frankenstein's monster stuff is technically science fiction. But this was something that really, to me, truly, both of those movies really... Brought in sci-fi and horror to one yeah terrifying, thing. Yeah. and
1: they're pretty <laughs> close together when you think about when they were released.
2: Yeah, absolutely. My number two is from the director of ET, the Estric Terrestrial. It's from 1977, oh, and it's Close Encounters it be of the Third Close Encounters
1: time. will be your top five. I knew I, I love oh, why it's Not yeah. your number one, but it's I l- fantastic. I love that movie. It was almost my number one. What a
2: soundtrack, uh, man! It's great soundtrack. The colors in that movie. Yeah. Um, the way that that Alien Contact, First Contact, is kind of approached in that film. Um, it makes me. I, I love mashed potatoes. Um, it's a great <laughs> cast. Um, I love that film. I love it. We've talked about it in the past. Yeah. yeah we yeah, talked about it on our third you. episode when we talked about. Yeah, thirds. Thirds. Threes, yeah. thirds, and. And that's why I always go for the
1: third helping of mashed potatoes when I have mashed potatoes. Abs- yeah,
2: right? Me too. Probably why we're a little. I'm, I'm Spirit, I Irish. yeah anyway, I got it, definitely. My number one is from the director of Star Trek the Motion Picture and The West Side Story. It's Robert Wise who directed The Day the Earth Stood Still in 1951. That's my oh, absolute shit. favorite movie about aliens. Ay, holy the, shit! The reason why is because of that message yeah. that Drew was talking about. It. This is a movie that came out in 1951. This is well before the end of the Cold War. Yeah. This is well before the Cold War actually hit its peak, and Robert Wise and company are already giving this 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 idea of universal truth. Right, and it's so. It was so important not only to 1951, but to the decade that followed, to the decade that followed that, and even up until today. This is still a message we need to know. And to be honest with you, I never would have considered this much in my life when I was a pretentious a pretentious film guy in my 20s and early 30s. I never would have said this, but I got to realize Robert Wise is one of my favorite film directors of all time. Like absolutely, because. He did The Great Escape, right? Hmm. Mm. Anyway, while, oh, well, while Drew's looking that up. Yeah, Google. Star Trek, the motion picture, um, Day of the Earth is still, West Side Story. He's a brilliant director. He takes his time. He tells a very purposeful story. And Day of the Earth still may not be the most dynamic or fantastic alien story that we have out there, but to me it's the most poignant, the most real to life, and the most necessary even today.
0: Did not yeah, do great. Escape. It was not. That's what I was about to say. I was like, I'm "Who was? Sure. It? Who uh,
1: was?" It? John Sturgis. Yeah.
2: Oh, of course. Oh, you thinking uh, of him? Yeah, of he founded
1: that the sandwich company, the Steak Escape. <laughs> you are right. And anyway, all those
2: mo- <laughs> My number one's Day of the Earth is Still. That is a great
1: list. You threw me off by the Day the Earth so I didn't expect that on your list. That is a great film,
2: Love and that movie. you know, you know that movie's the whole reason why we did the last podcast because I thought that it was a sixties movie.
1: If you go no, back, way earlier, that's yeah, what I thought it that. doesn't feel
2: like it, yeah, that early in the 50s. It,
1: it visually, it's I know. Very- I know if you're like, oh, look at it, and you can pick issues with the special effects for its air from when it came out, holy shit, man. That's really impressive. When I think of like classic
0: lines like other than Claude O'Brien and Nick though, like his whole speech and it's like For our, we created a race of robots like that whole that whole speech right there, just addressing all these idiots that have been hunting him.
2: Yeah. I love the matter of factness that he says, like, You guys are hitting a point where we're gonna come to you and say, You guys gotta chill out. Chill out or we're gonna destroy you.
0: So it was like like you need to decide what you're gonna do. It's like Aaron's no, like, well, we can assemble some of the United Nations. No, I want to talk to all of them. <laughs> maybe,
3: Kla-2, Kla-2 maybe. Basically, acts as like kind of a great filter almost. Like it's like your has come to a certain point of development. If you go beyond this and mess it up, we're gonna murder you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and we still haven't gotten it figured out. You know what I'm saying? And Claw Two is outside of maybe E. T. The nicest, most friendly alien that's ever encountered humanity in pop culture. Yeah. And his message is straight up, like, act right or we're going to fuck y'all up.
3: We're coming for that. Ass. The lines. <laughs> and to be
2: honest with you, maybe, and I haven't seen the Keanu Reeves one, but, like, that that message is very prevalent today. Yeah. I wish an alien would just show up and say some shit like that to us. Y'all, like, ch- y'all, y'all be cool. We would fuck it up so bad. Y'all, space y'all, Wars. We, we, we got the best space buffet out there, but if you guys want to, like, be a part of that.
0: We'd have ships in space tomorrow.
2: Yeah. No <laughs>
1: That was a good top five. What about you? I think one of these is gonna raise eyebrows, at least with you. Both of them. Both eyebrows. <laughs>
2: I told you before, some, Nightmare on Elm Street does not count.
1: I expect some I expect some flack from you for my list. So my number five, Mars Attacks. Okay.
2: That's fine. <laughs> I love I love the
1: old cards. I love the new cards. I love the concept. And it's, you know, it's just so like I don't know. I mean, it's absurd, but at the same time, it's so like generic. But it works so well as a film. And In Tim G- Burton does such a good job bringing those that car, those cards to life and turn into a cohesive story with a great cast. Talk about it. It really was a great cast, though. Visually, it's it fantastic. Was
2: a, it was a much better cast than uh, whatever that movie <laughs> <Star> was. <Trip laughs> Troopers. Yeah. It
1: really is a good cast. They got a lot of big names. Even some big names
2: that have Jack small Jack Nicholson, small Pierce parts. Bronson. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is, is,
3: Danny DeVito. Danny, DeVito. Danny DeVito's in it. Well,
2: Tim Burton is going to have Danny DeVito and Jack Nicholson. That's true. Yeah. Where the hell was Michael Keaton? Was he not available? Wait, what? He was too busy doing multiplicity. <laughs> I
3: was about to say Jim Brown. Or Jack Frost. Yeah, Jim it, Brown. Man. He's the um, boxer. Yeah. Great oh, yeah. cast.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack Black. G- yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so many The people. army brother or whatever. Um, great cast. Visually, it's great. They really did keep the style and everything from the, the old Topps cards. I love that, that they didn't deviate much from that. And I just still love the concept that they're like, we're going to, you know, embrace them and be their friends. And then they just start sh- nuking them. And it's got the generic, like, you know, old school 50s. You know, I just love it. I just love it. It's also got
2: Ray J in it.
1: It's got a great. It actually really <laughs> wow, does. you kind of
2: forget how many
3: people actually in this movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't
1: Matthew Broderick in it, too? Everybody's in it. Everybody that was famous in Hollywood at that time yeah, is in it. Marlon the
3: movie. Brando's in it. Goddamn. They just threw as many Tom actors Jones. as they could into that movie. They're just Tom like, Jones is in it. <laughs> Who's hot right now? Just throw him yeah. in that movie. My Nick number a- four,
1: and this is the one that Robbie's gonna give me shit for. And somebody else that was on their list. Signs. I actually love signs. It's good. Signs is the fucking worst, man. So I realize like swing away, man. I realize there's some issues <laughs> with the story, but I, I did I do I do like the cast. I think they both do a really good job, especially Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, I think, stole the show. And I really like the intense moments when they first see the alien. There's a few moments that stand out, and so I really enjoyed the film. Now, if I go back and start picking apart the film, there's definitely some issues with the film. But I enjoyed it initially. I enjoyed it on the rewatch. Really, it's Joaquin Phoenix's role. Yeah, He steals the show. I'll be really honest did. with you.
2: It's an okay movie, but the ending of it just sucks so much to me. If they are so goddamn- Why would they come to a planet full of water? Yeah, if they're so yes. goddamn deathly allergic yes. to water.
3: To be fair, to be fair, that's been done before. Um When- uh, or the worlds. It's like, why would yeah. you come to this planet where everything, like, if you breathe the air, you're going to die. You got yeah. bird like, flu, dog. It's like, you got bird flu. This is the stuff we but have. But obviously, they did. in
2: 1897, I believe the technology hasn't gotten to that point. In I mean, I 2003, guess 2003, I <laughs> think that we're there.
0: Also, to be fair, they did attack, like, the middle of a cornfield.
2: <laughs> I did it. And you're right. Like, to be honest, like, the first time you see an alien in that movie when you see in that video footage, walking across yeah, that. Yeah, that was intense like, as shit. Yes. That's or creepy.
1: The, under, the the hand underneath the door and he cuts it off the finger and yes. then he sure.
2: later sees it's missing that thing. It's just like I'm alien. just ruined on M. Night Shyamalan.
3: Yeah. Shal-ma-ma-ma?
2: And In <laughs> fact, Glass made it so that I only liked one of his movies. Yeah, Glass was,
1: yeah. Glass I still haven't Glass, seen Glass, unfortunately, that. ruined one of my favorites was Unbreakable and Glass ruined Unbreakable for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because I didn't like Breakable <laughs> And there's yeah, anyway.
2: only one M night movie that I like anymore. And we'll talk a lot about that in the next episode. Yes. Okay.
1: My number three is aliens. The second of the, of the alien franchise, James Cameron, you know, Ridley, uh, Ripley returns. It's, it's a visually, it's a treat, uh, the alien queen, the cast. It's just a great film. I mean, can't say enough things about that. We, we talked about that a lot already. Uh, my number two is the thing. It's, such, it's one of my favorite films in general. I bet I know is number one. And it's it's just such a great film. It's Visually, it's amazing. The practical effects of that are just fucking holy shit. And though, that holds up. There's no special effects in that that you're like, oh, this just seems dated. Nothing seems dated. You
2: know, we all talk about the John Hurt scene in Alien when like the, the alien comes out of his stomach. But yeah. the scene and the thing where they're giving that dude CPR. Oh, and, and it goes don't... into his chest and it
1: cuts <laughs> yeah. his, Oh, my God. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. And then uh, my number one would be Spaced Invaders. Remember Spaced? No, I'm kidding. It's not Spaced. In- do you remember Spaced Invaders, the comedy?
2: That made me forget. I was going to do a whole gag where I was like, my number one was Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the oh Crystal Skull. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> my number one's of course my course number one is Alien. I'm a big Ridley Scott fan. <laughs> I think it's a fantastic film. It is a horror film. People forget that. The people that go back into it remembering, I think people, that reg- I'm regular Joe, as I'm saying, not everybody, misremember that and Aliens. Aliens being an action film. Alien being much slower paced and a straight up horror film, Alien is just a classic film. The special effects are fantastic. Uh everything on the ship is looks magnificent like yeah. the detail. Ridley Scott is a perfectionist. Yeah. It's a great film. He's a great director. That's why we did an episode just on Ridley
2: Scott. That's a great top 5. You know we have a lot of like overlap in our top 5s, but a lot of different differences. We deviate troopers, in our maybe. top 5s. Starship
3: Troopers. Yeah, and that's bold. <laughs> Hey, and daring, I'm bold and daring. That's me.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's what the the back that's what your custom ha- that, says. That's what the back part of the top five is for, right? To put those movies in. I right. absolutely love those top fives. You know, um, upcoming on PCP After Hours. If you're down on Patreon. Dot um, com slash PCP, you'll get the PCP After Hours show. We're about to be. Uh, me and Jeremy are going to eat a habanero as we go live.
3: That's I'm, excited. Exciting. I'm excited to see Jesus. you guys do that. Why John's, did I agree to this? John's
2: oh, got fine. a special question.
1: I got a question for We're
2: you. gonna elaborate more about aliens and the music in the film in, franchise. Indeed. <clears throat> but this is a great top five. I really appreciate everybody being here. I appreciate you guys for listening. Jeremy, thank you so much for being here. I um, loved it. You told us that you were a big aliens fan, both the franchise and just aliens in general. And and you you proved us right. You proved yourself right. So what are your final thoughts about aliens?
3: Listen, guys. We have to do better on this planet. So when they finally show up, because I still don't think they have, I think maybe at the most they've been scoping us out to see what's up, but when they show up to see what's not going down, we got to do better so they don't decide to just wipe oh us the fuck God. out, guys. Oh, yeah. I like we, that. We just got to do better. How listen, folks, when they come down here, they're going to have way better technology than us because they came from another galaxy. So... Well,
2: they don't necessarily have to come from another
3: galaxy. I mean, they don't. But if they came here, they came for a reason. It's either the fuck you, maybe they came from, (laughs) or to enlighten your ass. Maybe they came from Uranus. (laughs) Shut up! You made
2: that joke already, (laughs) Drew. Thank you for being here. What are your final thoughts on aliens? Oh, you guys are
1: listening.
0: Generally, like (laughs) generally, generally, Uh, the car. My final thoughts on aliens: Yes, I believe they exist, but do not be overzealous in your beliefs and it's like to quote the in the great claw too i am fearful when i see people substituting fear for reason oh just
2: snap an alien movie that disproves aliens <laughs> <laughs> that's yes
0: <laughs> it's like just be just be careful out there
2: i love it you know i'm right there with you guys but i i aliens yeah they exist they're out there extraterrestrial life exists right But I don't believe it's contacted humanity or anything like that. I think a lot of these experiences are kind of more metaphysical, more internal, more about things like that. So please enjoy alien abduction stories. Enjoy alien contact stories um, and think about what they actually mean and how they can apply to your life. To me, that's the most important thing. Um, It's about reaching something like a higher ideal because either the aliens are something fearful Or the aliens are something that, like Jeremy said, are going to enlighten us, right? And that is true with you inside. You're either, you either got the demon or you got the angel, right? And both of those could be construed as being aliens, but the idea is still there. What's it going to be? Is it going to be terror or is it going to be enlightenment? And that's what alien fiction lets us know.
1: I just want to, so I don't believe that we were visited per se, but, uh, if I'm wrong, I just want to go on record <laughs> to say that when the aliens come down here and probe us, just go easy in my butthole. That's all I'm saying. Chill just go up.
2: easy. That's your final top. On my butthole. That's my you final You're going to top thought. all that with that. My butthole. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> He's
3: got yeah. a tender anus. <laughs> you,
1: are, you are Cartman.
0: You have but the, I, do you... really I, <laughs> <laughs> I do really think... It's a new start.
1: I I do really think that the idea done. that there's not something else out there, even if it's the smallest microbe, I think that's an absurd concept we can all get behind that um we do appreciate you guys tuning in next episode 90s whore i'm super excited i think we'll be talking about scream a little bit maybe maybe some some uh halloween sequels that no longer are are, exist because they get scratched off by you know what i'm saying they just they like got dismissed uh poor paul rudd and hopefully he'll find another role that he does well and (laughs)
2: maybe people under the stairs
1: maybe maybe blair witch maybe did it age well? <laughs> Is people in this 90s? Yeah. yeah. Oh, snap. Early what? 90s. But it's 90s. So I'm excited for that episode. So please tune in for 90s Whore. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Just in time for Halloween, too. Just in time for Halloween. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. We're out of here, guys. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Thanks for joining Pop Culture Philosophers. Good night. <laughs>